once again to the newest episode of Sticks and Kicks. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am your host, Danny Orona, here with my roundtable of other debauchering individuals talking about sports and liquor. First of all, in front of me stands the man, the myth, the legend. Please welcome Lucio. Lucio, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. You know what? I really like that song. It really gets me going. It's like That's what she said. It get- <laughs> I have, a, but, I have a full-on boner. Full-on, because it really just kind of got me, like, I'm, like, sitting here just vibing when the, the music comes on. I was like, man, that's good. That's real good. I was like, I like it. Whoever came up with this song knows what they're doing. I would like the chain seat, sir. <laughs> so, but, <laughs> I know why you said that now. Oh, man, that sounds so bad. But anyways, um, so, yeah, yeah, I'm doing good. I mean, week's been all right. I mean, we just had a Christmas party yesterday for work. And yeah, everything is pretty good. So yeah, nobody gives a fuck about your work Christmas party. I, I think I think that's the least amount of things we like, we literally just spent an hour talking about the agenda. Your Christmas party was not one of them. That's okay. I'm I'm a, <laughs> I'm, a, is, I'm improvising right now. And by this, thought, oh my god, we did the white elephant, and we got you know I got a, I got <laughs> nobody a said it. They just said we had the Christmas party yesterday. And my day was great. As a man who oh, doesn't go to parties, that that sounded awesome. I'm happy for you. Thank sir. you, thank you. And that right there, you guys, is uh, the one and only, the newest member to the crew, Jeremy. Hey, what's going on, guys? New again for like the third time. Always good to be back <laughs> with you guys. It's always good to be no, new. We, we also went over this to Lucio. It's new, and because it's new to him, he has to do a whole introduction again. Ah, okay. Because well. this guy right here needs his own space. He needs his own, you know platform his own pedestal i'm loving the energy in this room guys just <laughs> loving it right now so far and on the mic far away i believe i want to say colorado we got the one hey, and only oh. kenny on the mic what's going on kenny what's up fellas i'm uh i'm sitting out here looking at the at the snow covering my deck and i'm uh I'm going to probably have to get out here and shovel soon, but uh, enjoying a nice vlogger, talking with the boys, and getting ready. Yeah, not today, though. Not right now. We, we it's, it's sports time, guys. But, yes, we are here. We are Sticks and Kicks. If you guys are new to the podcast, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Remember, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever else you get your podcast from. And believe me, I say all those because I know some people that are, like, too away from the mainstream. They will not listen to anything on Spotify or iTunes. They have their own little independent whatever. Some weird names that I don't even know what the fuck the names they are. But lucky for them, our podcast actually reaches those sites. And uh, dozens yeah. and dozen other ones. I, I didn't know that there were things beyond Spotify and iTunes. Yeah, we, we Universal, man. You the, you got a fridge? You listen to us on your fridge. There you go. Right? You, I mean, you know what? That's everywhere. not even a lie because mm-hmm. now the fridge has got those apps now that you can... My cousin, I, I went to New Jersey, and my cousin, she had a little one-year-old, and, you know, she would wake up, and while she would do the dishes, get the food ready, she would put the baby in, in the seat, give him a little Cheerios and stuff, and then put YouTube on the, uh, on the refrigerator. On the refrigerator. Yeah, it was a big old screen. It's, it's, man, technology's crazy. So it, that's it's just, just ridiculous. So if anything, 2020 gave us a lot of bad things, but you know, just know that you can listen to Sticks and Kicks podcast on your refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, you could definitely find us on OnlyFans still. I kind of have a bone to pick with our with our viewers here. I uh, I only got three new followers. Our viewership's down. And well, it's weird though because all the new followers have a different variation. It's Diarona and Debonarona, <laughs> and then and I 
And it's just like this weird, I'm getting this weird vibe that I might know this person, but they're just sending me money left and right. So I keep it up, man. All right. That is good to hear. That's good to hear that. Let's, let's get out there. Shout and out make to sure that get, guy. Uh, <laughs> or girl. We don't know. He could be a girl. Could be anything. Could yeah. be both. Could yeah, be. It's definitely not me three times. <laughs> All right, guys, let's get right into it here. Uh, huge news coming out this week from the Phoenix Rising and news that, in my opinion, should have been just fantastic news. It is. Great all across the it board. I didn't and like it, it at first. It came out to be one of the biggest battlefields on social media, and that is that the Phoenix Rising has a new home. They are going out to Wild Horse Pass, right, out there yes, in Gilbert. Sir. So we are going to get a brand new stadium. They upped the capacity by 35%, so we're going to get like around nine 10, and 10,000 people. 10,000 people. You know, the, a lot of things that the fans really wanted was Luxury actual ba- bathrooms, like Plumbing. no more of the porta potties. They're actually going to have real uh, restrooms there. Parking is going to be a lot easier to get in and out of stadiums. I know getting out of the stadium, if you're a Phoenix Rising fan, sometimes you would spend a good 20, 30 minutes in line to get out after a game has ended. Oh, that was fun. A lot of that is uh, a lot of that was fixed. A lot of that was put to bed. Uh, luxury seats, luxury boxes are going to be included. And all in all, like if you haven't seen the rendering, um, just a great-looking stadium. It's great. amazing. It's going to be great. Looks fantastic. Now, the biggest problem, oh, of course, was the location. I don't know. So, first just, of all, my big thing is I don't hold know. Hold on, guys. Hold on. I have breaking news. What? Oh, I'm sorry news. to interrupt. Oh, I just, breaking I just saw, news. I, I just saw a fox kill a squirrel. Oh. I'm not even fucking with you, yeah. dude. It was sick. All right, go on. Are you, are you, you going to report that? Or? What do you mean? That, well, yeah, for, I see nature happening. Come, <laughs> this fox is armed. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hold, hold on, hold on. Let, let's talk about this. Would you guys not say that if you just saw that? No, I would say it. I mean, well, I mean, it would okay. be very impressive. In but I wouldn't office. have said breaking news. Because, I mean, like, I, I, you I, jumped, I, I jumped up. I thought, I thought it was the something The Coyotes big. just acquired somebody. I, I thought was it was like, something big. I was like, Matt, who yeah. the Coyotes get? Let's put it out they there They told right me now. you're the hockey guy. So I was like, I was like, oh, snap, Wayne Gretzky's back. And I was like, something. <laughs> it's like, I was like, did Austin Matthews just say yes to coming, coming home? I'm coming home. Coming home. Yeah. Anyways. But we were, uh, we were talking about this. Phil Castle, but... But, yeah, so you were you were you were going you were you uh Lucio you were going on about the stadium, right? So yes, so my biggest thing is I don't know where people are complaining about how far it is because it's so if you're from the west side, you have the new luxury of having the two oh two south that goes behind South Mountain South Mountain. And if you never use that highway, trust me, it is ridiculously fast. What the loop? The two yeah. loop, yeah, the new, yeah. The, the oh, new that's one. lovely. I love it. It is so fast because there's no traffic. People still don't use it as often. Great views. It's awesome views, and and the thing is, you pass two casinos while you're at it, getting to yep. to to. So I mean, like shit. It was like you so you win a game, just go to the casino and fucking win some money or something, lose some money too, whatever. Yeah. But the point being is, I don't know why if the West Siders are complaining. My thing is, I'm I'm not completely, like. Sold that they should be upset about that they should be upset. Like if, all right. So this is where I was at with it. Um, I live in Tempe. Yeah, bro. It's literally like three miles away from me. So I love the convenience of it. I was very upset when they moved, and actually, um, just just off heart in the beginning, I was just upset. Just basically, I just you know just love the love the area. But when I found out what they're doing, how they're upgrade, you guys aren't aren't uh, looked at as just like a team trying to make no. a name for... No, you guys are solidified in Arizona. Oh, yeah. 23 sold out 
home games in a row. Yep. Out here, 23 sold-out home games. People weren't even coming because they couldn't fit. 35%. That's an extra 10,000 fans. They're making a sports complex. They're going to take this business and they run are. with it. And when I see what they're doing, I'm one of those fans that was very upset about it. But I, I have a change of heart when I, I see what's when going on. When you saw what they're doing. When I it, see exactly. What's coming out. Like what, what they're going to have there. I mean, they're going to have stores, bars, yeah. like video No, it's going to be a complex. It's going to be exactly. like um, it's going to be like Arizona, uh, you know, uh, Cardinals. It's going to be like, well, it's, what is it? it's not State Farm anymore. Westgate. Yeah. Westgate. Westgate. Yeah, oh, it's, it's, yeah. it's State Farm Stadium, but you're talking about Westgate. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna but be it's just like Westgate, be closer yeah. than Westgate. And the thing is, you got you also got the conveniency that you have Wild Horse Pass right there. You got the premier outlets right there. You got all this stuff, and that's, that's one of the best casinos in Arizona. Yeah. Wild Horse Pass, it's a great so, casino. So like, I don't understand where the the animosity is coming from, where the anger is coming from from people. It's like you're off. It's still off the freeway. It's right. right. Well, he, well, here's here's what it is, and because I did follow a bunch of the threads, and I found it very interesting. A lot of it is surrounding to the cost of gaining the stadium because people like to drink, and of course, no one wants to drive out all the way there. And then, like you know, if you're gonna be drinking, you can't drive back, obviously. But nobody and, says that about the Cardinal and stadium. A, and an Uber is going to be, you know, yeah. Well, well, they, well the Cardinals. The Cardinals, they they have it all around the state. They play on Sundays, so less traffic on the freeways, and. Um, with, when you talk about the Cardinals, you're talking about sixty thousand people. We're still in the ten thousand. Like we're in a popular team, but I don't think Phoenix Rising can fill a sixty thousand. Well, how, no, how, no, how many no, people? How many people were selling out like in the, that stadium? But he's talking about the currently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the Cardinals. The, no, 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 no. The Phoenix, the Phoenix Rising. Rising. Well, how many the, people can fit in that stadium right now? They, uh, the it's, it's, seated, it's seated for six thousand. Yeah. It's seated for six thousand. And now they're going to add the ten thousand. But, but with standing room only. Yeah. They it it goes up to like nine and a half thousand, almost ten thousand. Okay, so about about. 15,000 people. And it's a nice place to play. Yeah, no, yeah. And, that, and that's what I was, no, that was no, one of no, my no. things. Was, so it's, it's to, all together, it's like 9,000. Oh, okay. So it's all like, together, 9,000. So you're adding another 10. So, bro, no, you're no, adding no, no. pretty much all, it, I, what I think. The if, whole stadium if is no, 10,000. Yeah, I know, but the new stadium, stadium I'm saying you're 10, adding. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be 10,000, period? 10,000. Oh, that's So weak. that's what I'm saying. If, if, they're, if, they're only, if they're not having the standing room only like they did in the old one. Then it's gonna fit about the same amount of people, but everyone's gonna be seated. Yeah, like everyone's gonna have a good view of the game instead of being like around barricades and things like that. Nah, that's kind of lame. So I mean, it's 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 at, it's the same amount of people, but they're all gonna be in a seat. But I see. I the the main complaint I have, um, they're gonna treat them like a pro team. They're gonna treat them like a thirty thousand. Fan team, you know what I'm saying? Like then, I think that's what we were talking about—the the drinks and, and bro, no. drinks are gonna be like twelve bucks. So a that's pop, not you know what, what we're talking about. We're talking about—he's talking about the the tailgating part, how people like want to drink and get fucked up, and we're still gonna have dollar beer nights and this stuff because it's part of the establishment of what Phoenix Rising is. That's always gonna be a. But the, you know the thing yeah. is. The drinks aren't going to get as expensive. They might get a little bit more expensive because you're actually going to have little spots now. But I think, like, the issue when people are saying, it's like, oh, well, we're, we're going to drink. We have to drive far. It's like, what do you do now? Like, you're going to go on the highway that has nobody on that highway to get back home. Well, it, it, a lot of it is knee-jerk reactions to this. Yeah. And so, and at the end of the day, people, what, what they do now is they would go to the pub-to-pitch places. So they go to the bar, and then a shuttle will take them yeah. here and there to the stadium. Or they find out, they figure out carpools. Like, this will get sorted out. It it's will. just a bunch of people, like, kind of, like, bitching about an extra 10 minutes on the road, which it's 10 minutes. It's not bad. And just to say, I would like to say this personally. Uh, do not condone drinking and driving Nobody does. at all. Sticks and Kicks mm -hmm. does not condone drinking and driving. Exactly. So we just want to make that clear. We condone drinking 
and driving or separately. Driving. Yeah, drinking yeah. or driving, but not drinking and driving. <laughs> yeah, always, always good. Is that, is that a bumper sticker yet? Drinking <laughs> or driving? <laughs> so like that'd be dope. That's why you stop yeah. and sip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, you know going off this. Have you gotta use my Chevrolet legs. Have you, Have y'all ever done drunken Mario Kart? No. Like Jeremy? play the what, video like game. F one race. Good. No. You go to a F one. Uh, uh, what's that? No, what? no, no. F1? Like literally playing Mario Kart sixty four. Oh, I, I do everything. No. So like it's it's the most. If you haven't tried it, it's the most fun thing. Where at the start of the race, everyone has a beer or drink of their choice. You know. And before the end of the race, they have to finish it, but they can't drink and drive. So if you want to take a sip, you have to stop the car and take your sip, you know, chug as much as you can and then continue driving. So, you know, there's different strategies. You might try to chug it all at the beginning and catch up to everyone else. I think that's what I would do. Or, you know, get a good lead and then try to find out. The thing is, do you have to finish the beer before you end the race? Yeah, Yeah, if you end the race and you still got some, you're you're out. I honestly think... Chugging at the beginning and just riding. I think that's the way to try, go. Trying to do a catch. Yeah. Or, or, so, you know, it's or funny. trying to make it to the, try to make it to the very end. And like right before you're about to cross the finish line, chug the shit out of your beer. <laughs> you know what? So, what, so what, you don't have to go anywhere. You just wait right you there. You know what mine would be? Mine would be every time I'd get like hit with a, a shell or something, I'd take a big drink ah, and then drop yeah. it down. Cause that's already time or wasted. If you fall or something yeah, like that. That's already you, time you know, wasted. You, you sound like a guy that would carry a football off the field to stop the clock. Hey, bro. <laughs> That no, is I, the smartest I actually situation. played this game. It's like <laughs> get, get hit by a shell or go in a banana. Whoa, 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 and then take like a sip. Take, take a sip. No, not a sip. Down. Take a chug. Take a chug. Take a chug. Right. And then you sit it down and go. Because by the time you're done with that chug, the, the, you're going to be able to start going again. As far as the stadium goes, to be honest, you guys, I'm excited for this new stadium. I can't wait to see where Red Fury sets themselves up, how they get everything going. And well, it's the, all going to be on oppor- the south side again. But uh, yeah, but the, the new opportunities we're going to have being in there with the tailgating, being able to interact with people coming in, you know, having people get some beer, get some Red Fury beer, get some Robert beer, you know, the Penny Lane Brewery beer, kind of having people come to. Oh, man, I, I agree, that. man. I um, yeah, watch. I, I kind of feel like I watched uh, Phoenix Rising Red Fury grow from a little tiny seed and to watch what they become, that they become so big that they need to move out of their little tiny apartment yeah. and get a house. You know what I'm saying? It's so happy it's, to watch them. I'm, be nice I'm happy for it. I'm happy. It's going to be nice to see Red Fury. They're going to college. Yeah. And then, <laughs> like, you know, watching the Phoenix Rising in a, in, a, in the home Not stadium. public school. Having to get everything set up, you know, no longer having to, like, put everything away because we can just leave shit there because it's our stadium and... You got know. that private school money now. We're good. So yeah. <laughs> there you go. Moving on up right there. Um, but yeah, a, a lot of great things. That's one of the things that we didn't get to is that there will there will be tailgate allegedly. Like no, right that's now. Was, that was 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 confirmed. It was confirmed. It was confirmed okay. by somebody on Twitter that that talked to one of the. the oh, that sounds people. legit. Well, no. <laughs> to be fair, it was it was it was talked to us by uh, some of the heads. Um, but anyways, the point being is it's on I'm, the internet, bro. It has to be true. To be yeah, true. <laughs> some dude chilling at his grandma's basement. He's just like sitting there, like, oh, breaking news. Uh, breaking I thought news. Daddy would like that, huh? <laughs> but the other thing too that I like about this move is that because where we're at, we still have we have room to grow. Say for example, God forbid, but they, we go to the MLS and we have to build a bigger stadium. There's room for it to be to build it over a, like a season or two, you know. The thing is, that's that's great for us. That's great for us, right? Because if we need to build, we can stay in the same spot and build bigger. 
and it do it quickly too because it's, there's not a lot of I traffic agree. that there's not a lot of traffic that runs around that area. Like yes, you got to go to the casino and the premiere, but like to go to that actual stadium, there's not a lot of traffic going. Unlike Westgate, you have a lot of traffic running around. But I mean, like to be fair, if you're working on Gila River or something, you know, trying to make it bigger or Talking Stick, Talking right. Stick. I'm sorry, Talking Stick. It's Talking Stick, right? No, it's Gila River. Yeah, it's Wild Horn Pass. Here. The, no, 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 no. The the coyotes. Uh, right. Oh, right. yeah, it's, it's Gila, Gila, River. Gila, River. Gila River. So yeah. you know. You, so wait, is it Gila or Gila? It's Gila. Gila. Ah. Gila. You know, and it's funny too I'm that new. most most of these fucking casinos own the fucking sports complexes. Like, and that's that's what well, they, they have every reason. I mean, to, they, hey, I mean, yeah. that's beyond the main thing that they got is the land. I mean, yeah. well, that's, that was a problem with the Phoenix Rising's old uh, stadium, the stadium that we have now. It was that it's on land, so we couldn't Kelly Gay, we couldn't do a lot of stuff. We and we had to leave right away. Like they didn't like people staying around for. Too that's long. what I found out when I was talking to Danny. That was one of the main reasons I was upset, and I was like, "Well, why don't they just knock a little piece of the stadium out and just build it bigger?" And he's like, "Well, it's not their land; it's the reservation." And you don't want that yeah. because yeah, you have yeah, to pay no. the reservation. Yeah, it's just, no; it'll be a, it'll be a business thing. Yeah, so, it's just it's too much politics for us to, yeah, for me to understand yeah. anyway. So, you know what I'm saying? So, so I'm excited to but, see what, yeah. what what goes on. I mean, I can't wait I to see the stadium. Can't wait to be in the stadium and and just see all the stuff we're gonna have and everything that's gonna be there. It's gonna be legit, bro. It's, I hope you guys I, get I, your own section, man. Yeah, I really do. You guys have been with them since uh, day one, man. They deserve it, there, man. I, I, we have like old scarves from like way back in the day. Technically, since before day one, yeah, because the group started before the Phoenix Rising was the Phoenix Rising. Yeah, see, they so, started way back then. Yeah, you know, Red Fury's been around since inceptions, before inception, basically. They Great need movie. people like you. So, so we're, yeah, we're, we're I excited. agree. We're excited. I don't know. For me, I'm super excited, yeah. and, and like I said, I I didn't even care where the stadium's at. I was like, you know what? Psh, that's great. If someone complains, this is a, this is out of the way for everybody. It's out of the way for everybody. In some sort of way, it's out of the it's, way for it's everybody. A it's spot. It, it is closer to Lucio now. Yeah, I was so. just going to say it is closer to you, though. Well, I am moving to Gilbert, <laughs> so it is a little closer. Yeah, yeah, even even if you're not moving, it's still closer for you? No, it would have yeah. been closer yeah. at the one over there because I'm closer to the 202 North. Really? And I don't I don't want to get like too deep into this because I don't want to change subjects yet. But Lucio and, and Danny, we've talked about this. Um, building just any new sports venue is obviously obviously going to attract the other Valley sports teams to that location, that locale, because again, you want to build a sports Metroplex, right? Yes, sir. Well, I mean, this, this could be good news for the entire Valley. I mean, think about it. Like well, for Chandler, sudden, especially. You know, yeah, bring oh, yeah. a lot well, of revenue. Or no, I'm sorry, it's, it's Gilbert. I, mean, I apologize, Gilbert. Right? Yes, Gilbert. Yeah, you know Gil- what I'm saying they're bringing a Gilbert, lot of revenue. What? It's yeah, and Gilbert's like Scottsdale light, you know, and and so I don't know. It, it it excites me because again, you know, the Coyotes are obviously looking for a new home, and um, I know the Suns are too. The D-backs are too. So it's just. Wait, the Suns no, are looking for a new home? No, the Suns, the Suns are not. Good. First of all, they're uh, renovated. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> The Suns are looking for a new home. For the, but, but no. Um, the Suns uh, were almost moved to Seattle. Let's the, talk uh, about the, that. The Diamondbacks. <laughs> the Diamondbacks, uh, they found their home in, uh, where is it? Scottsdale, right? They moving to Scottsdale? They're I, moving to Scottsdale. I didn't, I didn't know that. Was it Diamondbacks? I didn't know that. Who's uh, not moving to Scottsdale? Who's moving to uh, that, uh, what is it, Gila Field? I'm lost. Dude, this is Dude, news what, You guys don't know that yeah. stuff? Uh, well, look at Jeremy coming out with the news. Yeah, breaking news! Breaking news! A sports team is moving somewhere in the valley. More at ten. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Let's be honest about it, though. In Arizona, 
all the sports teams can like just in a in a drop of a hat. It seems like that all Basically, teams. You know what I'm That's what it seems like yeah, every year. Well, it yeah. always seems like one of the Valley teams is talking about going somewhere. Uh, yeah. You know what though? I hate the not the Phoenix yeah, not a fan. Yeah. He, you know, we're not gonna be talk about him who must not be named anymore. He, who must not I, be named? I, 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 well, I mean, I think we talked about this before. I think the the top two owners in the valley are Alex Morello and uh, Phoenix Rising owner. I mean, ownership. Ownership. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they have multiple owners. And then they also accommodate better. Like they 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 try to do more for the they community. Agree. They're they're out there. Like I see more, and maybe maybe it's because I follow them more than I do like the Phoenix Suns and the the the, the Cardinals and and the Diamondbacks and stuff. I don't follow them. Oh so fuck! I, I forget about the Bidwells. I'm sorry. I do like Bidwell. So, but the the thing is, I feel like the Phoenix Rising and the 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 Arizona Coyotes do a really good job doing a lot of like community work and health work. And like I said, I I feel like the other ones do too. But I like the yeah, way. Yeah, Arizona in general does a pretty good yeah, job about that. But, I agree. Uh, but, uh, yeah. That, but uh, the the final thing about right here is that I know we talked about we're all in agreement that there's really nothing to complain about. But the the last thing is there's a lot of attacking going on over this on on you know social media, and it's like is that really good for a fan base? Who is attacking who? Is the, the thing is like is it fans attacking other fans? Fans attacking owners? It's fans going against each other and fans mad at the organization for making the move. Uh, I want to jump in real quick. I was wrong. I was wrong about the Diamondbacks. I apologize. That was a speculation. All right. It's still a speculation. It's all good. So we'll go ahead and keep that going, but I'm not here to spread any misinformation on sticks. So I want to make sure I give out the proper information. But I believe what's going on with the Phoenix Rising when um, it's the fans attacking the organization and then other fans who are with the organization are getting attacked because a lot of people are mad about the move. You know... It's just there's never gonna be winning with anybody. If you look at any organization, any any sports team, especially in soccer, especially with football, like soccer just has this big thing where the the the, the ultras and the supporters and everything they're just uh, they're they believe and we we truly do we believe we are our big part of the team. Right, supporters believe that they're some of the biggest part of the team. Without without them, there's no team, and it's true to an extent. To an extent. To an extent, it is true. But the thing is, when you have them being mad at the owners, I mean, like you can't like what what do you want the owners to do? Because the owners aren't going to take business advice from someone that has no business, someone that can't even pay your own mortgage. And that's what I think. I think sometimes uh, the fans they feel like they have a little bit too much power. They feel like sometimes, and that's the thing. There's, there's a difference. Don't get me wrong. They're paying. They are. They, they are paying they customers. Have some and you can't, say. Yeah, they should. But what the say was, what was the say? The say was, we need better parking. We need, we need, we need plumbing. We need a bigger stadium. And they've provided all three scales plus more. They've added more to the scale. They've added more to what they, they, we prop, what we wanted is speci- specifically because we wanted bathrooms, roads. And we wanted um, a bigger stadium. What happened? Bathrooms, road, bigger stadium, plus practice stadiums. Plus, they had like the sports complex that they're making with all this extra stuff that's going to be there. Shops, alcohol, drinks, bars, restaurants, all this stuff. What more did they want? This is why I'm upset that the people are attacking other people and people are attacking this and that. It's like, buddy, 
whoever you, you know are. what they want they wanted it right across the street from their house exactly you know like they wanted they it right be next happy. door yeah like if it's on the west side people aren't going to be happy no exactly if it's on the east side people aren't going to be happy it's on the north side people aren't going to be happy honestly anywhere no one's going to be happy but this was probably a good piece of land it was probably not super expensive, and it was prime real estate next to a casino, shopping center, and plus all the new shit they're going to add. I'm, I love this move. I think people that are arguing and attacking other people are not very clever. Danny, what do you very- think? I haven't heard. You ain't say nothing about it. What do you think about the move, man? Well, the whole thing, I think, is fantastic. Uh, the location, it's, it's distance is a thing, of course, is you know, for the people that take that long trip. And want to have a good time and drink without spending too much money. You got to give something up. Yeah. That's just it. You either give up the good time of drinking a lot of beer to save money for your Uber back and forth or like just driving back and forth. Or you bite the bullet and you pay for your Uber, pay for all your drinks. Or you plan someone to go with you. You know what? It would be nice if they had a designated location shuttle. That would be cool. I don't know how anybody feels about that, but like a shuttle bus, they might have one that comes to Tempe and they stop. They don't go everywhere; they just stop at it. So, like if you're not at this location, you know what I'm saying? But I think the issue is too. Obviously, there's no public transportation down there. But I think the other issue is too. I think people think with with the shuttles. I think people don't like the fact that the shuttles end very quickly. They're like there, and you need to be there. They only have one time, and you have to get there. They might have two, and if you don't get within that time, they're leaving, and they're never coming back. Right? And that's not, another and thing where that's I, too fucking bad. Bro. It is I don't too care. bad. So that, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's, it just comes down to giving something up. So you, you got, if you got and, and exactly. if, if you if you're taking the shuttle, you're giving up. Uh, arriving, arriving early, and you can't make you hundred percent happy. Yeah, you so can't, you gotta give something up. But, and honestly, yeah, it's like, bro, if the shuttle leaves at six, and everybody's fucking there but you. Shuttle's leaving. Buy a shuttle's leaving. Like that's not a look at bro. Look at all these. uh, The let's say a shuttle maximum capacity is thirty people. All thirty people were here. You know what I'm saying? Twenty twenty eight people were here. Two more spots and you missed out. That's your fault. Yeah. So overall, I I like the move. I think it's going to be very good for Phoenix Rising going forward. And it it like like you said, it might just shine more of a national eye on Phoenix as you know a soccer venue also as well as with the rest of sports. Yeah. So. I honestly like it. Let's keep an Kenny, eye on that. It would be very good for you also if you had decided to stay in Arizona. You could have had a lot shorter commute to your, to Phoenix Rising games. Now it's a it's like a sixteen hour commute for you, bud. Yeah, extra half hour for you. I'm on my way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and move us along right here, and um, we got uh, Phoenix uh, Coyotes news, right? We got Coyotes news, Kenny. Yeah, we've got um, NHL news, Coyotes news. Everything you want. You guys want to talk about me? We can talk about me too. Like I'm a very interesting per- person. No. What's your sign? <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby girl. Uh, no, but in all, in all seriousness, uh, we uh, we talked about it last episode. But it sounds like the uh, the NHL is resuming on January 13th. Uh, we're gonna have. We already have players coming back home, um, and uh, you know, coming from the overseas leagues that they've been playing in, just to stay warm and ready uh, to report for training camp. It's not official yet, but I want to tell you guys that it's pretty fucking official, um, just based off the sources that we have here. Um, that it's gonna be resuming on the 13th. Um, so we've got hockey in in a month, and that's that's amazing. Um, as far as how this is going to work, so I'll kind of give you guys a breakdown. 
we're going to have divisions that are much different than we were, what we are used to. Wow. Words are hard today. Sorry. Um, there's a lot of W's in that thing. So what do you mean? Are they, um, are, are they switching up the divisions or? Yeah. Yeah. Temporarily for this year. So I'm going to read them off. We're going to have a full Canadian division. So this is just the, you know, make sure that everybody's safe. Uh, now oh, one big topic. Things. Okay. So this is a COVID, this is a COVID uh, division uh, thing. Yeah. Huh? Okay. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, 2020 has affected. 2021. You know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. 2021. Yes. It's a great point. Yeah. yeah. COVID infected 2021. You know. Yeah, so just saying. Yeah. Exactly. We're 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 going from an 82 game season to a 56 game season, uh, which is hey, it's better than nothing, right? Uh, and we've done this before. I mean, we had the lockout year where we played 48 games. And uh, it still felt like a full season. So it's not not anything to discount. I wouldn't call it another COVID cup. This year is going to be a little different. But, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's all right. In fact, just a little side note, the NHL was toying with the idea of making uh, 60 games per season like a permanent thing um, a couple of years ago. I don't think it's going to happen, but that could be – something that resurfaces after this year, just depending on how successful it is. But um, anyway, getting back to it, um, we're going to have a full Canadian division, which obviously makes sense, right? Canada has better statistics as far as COVID. How many teams are in, that? in Canada? How many teams are? Uh, uh, how many teams are there in Canada total? Yeah, for it's like Well, seven, in the seven. NHL. Yeah, in the NHL. I mean. Seven. 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 Okay. Ah, so I, I was close. I was gonna say six. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's so uh, got Calgary. We got Edmonton, the Kachucks, the Canadians, the Canucks. I know they're the Canucks. I like saying Kachucks. Matthew Kachuk plays on Calgary Flames, but I love that for you. We don't. Nobody knows. Anyways, the Maple Leafs, the Canadians. That's five. Um, you're missing two. I. No, I don't matter. Or five hundred dollars. <laughs> um, Calgary. Did I already say Calgary? Yeah, you lose. Okay, yeah, you Moving on. <laughs> no, hold on. So we got we got Cal- Calgary, Edmonton, Montreal, Vancouver, Vancouver, Toronto. I said Vancouver. Now think of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, a, I know. You said the Kachucks. The Kachucks. Oh, yeah, um, so we got two. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you ten seconds to guess the other, and I'll I'll tell you this the the first letter of the city. The Can first I, one is O. Ontario. Ottawa. Uh, Ottawa. Okay. Uh, Ottawa what? Senators. All right. And the next one is W. Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Jets. And what's their team Jets. called? Jets. All right. Perfect. So, right, good job, Lucio. So, the Canada division <clears throat> is going to consist of Calgary, Edmonton, Montreal, Ottawa, Toronto, Vancouver, and Winnipeg. Just makes sense. So, um... One hot topic before I move on to the other divisions uh, is, hey, what if we want to acquire a player from the Canadian division? Um, that was something that they wrestled back and forth, but they will allow cross-border trades. So that is something that is obviously something to consider, right? Because this offseason that we just had was really weird as far as contracts go. So uh, teams couldn't buy the players that they wanted to just because they didn't have the ability to. Um, and it's, uh, you know, it's going to cause for some jockeying uh, amongst teams and, and just like making sure that they 
are able to give up the assets that they want. Uh, I'm sorry, give up the assets that they need to do um, to get the player that they want. So it, it'll be interesting to see how it goes because you're going to see a lot of people that were going for a specific player um, that weren't able to acquire them just due to budgetary reasons. Um, probably mid-season, early season, because now, hey, I can move money to get the player that I wanted. So it'll be interesting to see, um, but we'll we'll continue on. Um, yeah, so for, for me, Kenny, I, I think that this season is going to open the window for a lot, a lot of midseason moves. So like it's been kind yeah, of I agree. it's been kind of quiet for the off season, but then that gives teams a chance to like, oh shit, we're we're in the hunt. We never thought we were. Let's get that last piece or whatever. And uh, yeah, uh, and a lot of these teams are going to be able to be doing that. And teams that need to offload contracts. We're going to have a lot better view of, you know, what the future is going to look like if we're able to be offering more games. So, therefore, bigger contracts or not. Uh, a, lot, a lot of – so, that just – for me, it's going to be the big, busiest midseason that we've ever seen. I agree. I have a question. Yeah. So, with – so, I'm assuming – because you haven't even finished yet, but I'm assuming that uh, the Canadian teams are going to play with the Canadian teams. Yeah, it's going to be interdivision. All right, so they're not going to they're not going to come over to the states and play like other teams. And I'm assuming all the divisions are going to do that within each other. So then be like they did for like the soccer thing, where they kind of only played within each other. Yeah, right? kind of like what the MLB did. It's uh, I don't know if you know Diamondbacks. Right. They only played like San Francisco okay. and uh, Dodgers. So and stuff. so my question here goes because we had this arise already, right? So say this moves on and gets to playoffs and we, and, and things like that. Are the playoffs going to be the same thing, like where you're going to have them all be in a bubble and just everyone show up somewhere? Or are we going to still I, have, like... I think by that point, oh. and uh, before you interject, Kenny, I think what they're mm-hmm. doing is it's just up in the air. There's no rule yet. And by the time we right. get to the playoffs, we might be living in a completely different world. So Playing it by ear. We, so we, we might have yeah. a vaccine that everyone has mm-hmm. and it's totally safe and everything's going to quote-unquote normal again. Or the apocalypse would have started because the vaccine is meant to like turn us into zombies or whatever, and yeah. so, so we might be apocalyptic. Okay. So. okay so. I, I would watch zombie hockey. <laughs> Hell yeah! I don't know, man. I just feel like they'd be trying to eat brains and not really like play. Well, defense. that's a penalty. That's that's why. That's that's, that's pretty much the NHL right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, and the reason but, why too is, I mean, you're right with this vaccine coming out, or whatever. So. Well, to that point, because I, I don't want to forget that. It's a good point. Um, the NHL is planning to purchase vaccines exclusively. Oh. So, yeah, yeah. So that's that's just a report right now. Um, I don't want to – I don't want to – Yeah, just it's, it's, say, it's hey, possible. It's, 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 it's a speculation. Yeah. But, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's great news. I didn't know that at all. Yeah, it look it looks to be pretty official. Um, but yeah, it's something it's something worth considering. But yeah, and, and just keep in mind, guys, that like we're talking just you know giving the news that we've heard so far, just per sources and you know league news, et cetera. So this is all subject to change. Uh, but this is probably as close as we've gotten to any kind of confirmation so far. So that's why we're sharing it here. Uh, but yeah, just to Danny's point, I mean. This is something like we, we're living in just such a fluid time right now that things could change at the drop of a hat. So uh, this is the way it looks like it's going to start, but how it finishes is going to be completely up to how the season goes. Okay. So, uh, uh, but yeah, it's a good question. So I'll, I'll go ahead and uh, read off the rest of the divisions really quick because we kind of went off on a 
tangent there, and that's that's okay. That's, <laughs> that's what this podcast for. Man. That is his we, line. I, but that was not me, though. That but was that is your line, though. That's going to be your T-shirt. I know, brother. I feel like, though, out of all the tangents we went off on, I feel like that one was strictly focused on NHL. We're getting better, guys. Exactly. We're getting better. <laughs> yeah, we're getting yeah, yeah. better. It was a tangent, we're, we're but not, like, we, not, didn't, we didn't start talking about uh, getting drunk and playing Mario Kart down like that. Like, we stuck <laughs> we stuck to hockey on that one. I was can pretty, we, can, pretty proud of that. Can we agree that. that mine was not the worst part of, like, giving a shot to a six-year-old? So, that, that was separate. Hey, that was, yeah, we're that gonna was edit me, that okay? It was, it was fully consensual. It was my – obviously, it's a joke. Um, but, anyway, no, it – it's it's definitely better than the fox killing a squirrel tangent, which I'm still fucking mind blown about. <laughs> yeah, um, that, out. that was, didn't happen. So let's go. Uh, if it's cool hey, with you, that, can we start that, with that the brings... uh, with the coyotes? Uh, coyotes uh, division. Division, please. That's the one I wanted to hear. You want to you want to start with the coyotes division? We can do that. So the West division is going to consist of Anaheim, Arizona, Colorado, Dallas, Los Angeles, San Jose. St. Louis and Vegas, but there are, there has been some pushback from some NHL owners and they are toying with the idea of moving Dallas to the central division and moving, get this, this is going to be weird. One of Minnesota or St. Louis to the West division, which makes no fucking sense. That makes no sense. Why wouldn't we just get the stupid Kraken? Aren't the Kraken playing this year? No, the Kraken do not play this year. They start next year. Or Losers. the season yeah, after this what, uh, upcoming season. Seattle. 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 That's the new team. Seattle. Right? Seattle. Yeah. Seattle crack I remember that, yeah. But anyway, I'm not going to lie. I thought they started already. I think I heard about that like a year ago or two years no, ago. Like well, you, you, you heard about the team Come um, established. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. but anyways. Yeah, but I, they, they start the season after. Honestly, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeah, Minnesota, Minnesota might be a more maybe. maybe more sensible, but still, at the end of the day, it doesn't make that much. Well, well definitely it does, not. It make sense well, to separate the Minnesotas. It's, it's, it's just trying to keep keep league owners happy, Did right? You say so what's going to happen? Minnesotas. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to do that. The Great there's Lakes. only one <laughs> Minnesota team, but there's two Illinois. That's why, man. I went to why is it plural? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, but. Yeah, public school. Appreciate that. Um, so, um, no, it's it's really at the end of the day, guys. You know this. It's there's 31 owners. They're not all gonna be ha- just like what we were talking about with the rising. You can't please everybody. Yeah. yeah. But if you want right. to play fucking, if you want to play hockey, you gotta you got you gotta fucking make a decision, and that's what that's what they're doing right now. And it's just it's tough being because it's like. And I'm sorry, guys, but I know I'm butchering words right now, but did you guys turn up my volume? I hear, like, an insane lag. No. I don't. It's all good. Whatever. I'll power through it. But, yeah, no. Um, All right. Go ahead. What's the central division? What's that? What's the central division? Okay, sorry. I thought someone was about to say something. Um, So, the central division is looking like Carolina. Chicago, Columbus, Detroit, Florida, Minnesota, which is pending, obviously, Nashville, and Tampa, <laughs> which is kind of nuts. Tampa, one of the most eastern teams, is going to be in the Central Division. Yeah, that's uh, wild. Well, anyway. so I mean, I, 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 I would assume that would be east. What's that? Florida. So is Carolina. So Carolina is all the way in the east coast as well. Yeah. 
And thanks for fixing my volume. It, it sounds volumes better now. <laughs> Get it. Uh, anyway. Um, so it, it's really all about travel, right? And that's, and that's what's, that's what's happening is that they're trying to find the most streamlined travel schedule. Um, and so they are trying to, if you look at a map, it actually makes a lot more sense than just reading them off, uh, because they've kind of like outlined this, Hey, we're going to, we're going to make travel as, as least strenuous as possible. And so it's, it's going to be a little wonky, but Hey, it's fucking 2020, 2021 now. So we should be used to wonky. Um, last but not least, East division, Boston, Buffalo, New Jersey, New York, uh, New York again, the Islanders and the Rangers, Philly, Pittsburgh, and Washington. See, so that'll really be a doesn't fun make division. Any sense though, because Carolina has to be in one of those roles because Carolina's the same closeness to like Pittsburgh and the Flyers. Well, I mean, again, it's it's gonna it it's all thought about by and, and planned out by you know. Well, that, that's what that's what I was going to say right? earlier when you guys were talking. I was thinking. I mean, it's talking about the jet stream of travel, like what's easier, but it kind of sounds like, yeah. well, I believe you were talking about uh, Minnesota uh, and St. Louis, you know, switching for Dallas. kind of sounds like, I don't know, somebody looking for the best way to make money or the easiest way, division. the easiest division to it's win. It's all about you know markets and divisions. Because let's be honest about it. Dallas is way closer than both those teams. I agree. So, yeah, no, I, I, I mean, like you said, though, 31 owners or with 30 owners, it's hard to keep everyone happy. So, I mean, that's what it kind of sounds like that not only are they doing the best jet stream travel, they're trying to figure out what's the best way to win because, I mean, that's what generates revenue. Yeah, and, and, and that's really what it comes down to, Jeremy, is like it's it, they're really trying to collaborate and just play hockey. And so if it's going to be – you're, you're going to piss off maybe one or two owners, but the other, the other majority is going to be happy, then, hey – uh, tough shit, right? You want to make yeah. money, right? You're an yeah. owner. You want to make money. Um, you can either A, sit this season out, or B, you can make some fucking money. And so that's what it's coming down to. So they're ironing out those details. There's also other weird shit. Now that we've covered the, the divisions, there's also other weird shit that they're ironing out that just so, like, it's, it just seems so irrelevant. But, hey, it's part of it, right? So they're, they're toying with the idea of advertising on, on player equipment. Now, thank God we're not like the NBA and it's going to be on the jersey. Yeah, the NBA I cannot is stand that. completely. I hate that. Yeah, I cannot stand. I mean, I you see that. I, I, I work for PayPal, right? Yeah. But when I, when I see the orange and purple and you see this blue PayPal logo <laughs> on a jersey, it just fucking throws everything off, right? I mean, it just fair, does not though? make sense. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you guys because obviously you guys are looking at it from American sports perspective. We're looking at it as fans. Oh, no, 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 no. You're looking at we it from American side. fan sports perspective. And this is why fans. I'm going to say that. It doesn't matter if I say fans or not because you're looking at it from an American view. Because Americans have always had the notion of there's nothing on your jerseys but the team name and the number. Right, I'll try to and, and, and so right, the thing that's not how it is though in the rest of the world with sports in general, because the rest well, of the world has logos on the. You have Barcelona with they had like Epitaph or Qatar for a long time. Real Madrid had it. Uh, who'd they have? 
and, and these Florence. are like and, 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 and these are these are companies in their, yes. in their country. Liver, no, not in their country. These are just companies. Just, so okay, like, so just random companies. So, like, so they've always had sponsors. Yeah, that basically. It's, and it's always been a sponsor. The only team, the only American thing that has ever had sponsors and no one's complained about is NASCAR. Uh, and not just one, sport. dozens. They have like ten of them on their car, and then you, they get out of their fucking car and they jump out in their jumpsuit and everything. They have like fifty sponsors, fucking each butt cheek and shit for Danica Patrick or whatever. But like you know, I don't like the information that you presented to me wow. because it makes me uh, question myself. It, so but I'm, gonna just, but, I'm gonna just go ahead and and, and not like. But that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> but no, seriously, no, I, I I agree. It's something that I'm not used to seeing, and and, and I don't like it because and, and, it's new a little bit. I honestly, I'm I'll be honest. I just don't like it. I think it's the Houston Rockets or the Atlanta Hawks. I forget who it is, but they got a giant Agreed. freaking McDonald's <laughs> yeah, just right across there. You know, and I just. It's I, true. I, it's like, hey, bro, it, it just makes me think of just like, oh, fucking America. It's true, America. though. And I, I agree. I agree with think. you guys. I agree with you guys. I don't like it either. Not an American, like, like the football, because everyone's so used to seeing it without it. You're just so used to seeing the name of the player, the number, and then the team logo. And that's just how it is. For the Americans, for American sports, and that's how it's always been. So, like, we're all used to that thing of seeing it. So then, when you start seeing the PayPal's and the McDonald's and you know the 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 Apple or whatever the fuck's gonna be put on there, you kind of start being like, uh, uh. well, yeah. I've been doing that since well, they started with you know State Farm Stadium and well, you know, that's the, different though. The, the Fiesta Bowl. Right, right. So, and, you know but what I mean? how come things are okay to be in uh, to be sponsored on some things, but like? Even in the, like you said, Lucio, the American sports, the brand that makes the uniforms, they get the ultimate sponsorship. Yeah, Nike, Adidas, and, and Reebok. So, so why are you allowing that but not allowing others? Like, why, why do you get to be the only sponsor? Well, what are they doing? Well, because they're supplying the jerseys. Thank well, you. Yeah, well, yeah, See, that, thank you, Kenny. There we go. But they get to be the sponsor. Because Cardo, they're, 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 they're not only making the jerseys, they're supplying it. They, that's why they get to be the sponsors. What did McDonald's do? Because, I mean... Let's be honest about it. I don't think LeBron James eats McDonald's. Not just that. I don't. It, <laughs> I get true. what you're saying, but McDonald, like he said, McDonald paper. They're not actually contributing to the jersey. Not a damn. They're, no, they're not contributing at all. They're contributing money. But they're, now they are. Contributing money, now right? they are. They're the contributing is, only to have their name that you can put, put it on. on, right? You can uh. put it on, and I think they've ex- exercised or they've exhausted their resources with putting it on billboards and like things around the the arena and stuff. To the point where now they're just like, fuck it. We'll just put it on our jerseys. It just, it's just different. It just, it looks. And it, I don't know. It, it wasn't, I, me personally, it just wasn't accepted well by me. Just like I think Kenny was talking about. I think he used to the Suns as well with the PayPal. It just wasn't accepted yeah. well by me. He's a fan. Wasn't accepted well by him. It just, I, we just, it's different and we didn't like it at first. Are you they talking about right. doing that with hockey? For, for yeah, so that's what that's what I was getting to, but I love it. it I, I love the debate. Um, so it, it's it's going to be pretty non-invasive. It, it's going to be on the helmets. Where on okay, the like, so. do, do they replace the logo with the helmet with the sponsor? No, no, nah, nah, I'm not entirely sure to be honest with you. It's it's uh, it's still kind of an ongoing thing, but I it, I, I mean I get it from a financial perspective. It's going to help out the league, obviously, but it's uh, it's something that again I'm I'm more of a traditionalist and. Yep. I, I I I look at the I look at the Red Wings jersey, right? Everybody dislikes the Red Wings, but I mean they they've got such a timeless classic jersey, and if you slap like a Dutch Bros 
fucking logo in the corner, just like this Born obnoxious house. blue, yellow, and red. Uh, yeah, Born um, yeah. Uh, it's just going to look strange. But again, hey, that's the world we live in nowadays. Everything's going to everything's going to be changing um, as long as we still get to watch these guys. Everything's got matters. a price. But, Honestly, yeah, exactly. I'll tell you so. what. If, if this is and everyone knows this, how it's going how it happens. The first team to give in is going to set the tone for the rest of the league. Whoever gives well, in, it, it has to be it has to be league accepted. Well, but for that's what I mean. Yeah. Okay, so the the if whatever the the team like for example, they just be like all right, we're gonna let the logos go, but just on the helmets. As soon as that happens, as soon as they just agree to just let the let sponsors be on just something, the sponsorship is in a flood coming in. We're like, hey, well, we want the jerseys. Hey, well, we want the pants. Hey, well, we want this. Hey, well, we want this. And there's going to be fucking uh, Swedish Yeah, you got to be prepared well, for it. The, yeah. sticks. the sticks are... Don't the sticks already have the name brand of the stick on it? Yeah, no, yeah you, those are personal. That's what I'm saying. And, and, no, and nobody brand. wants to... Like, I see what you're saying. Like, like, Well, if you look at Swedish hockey, because Swedish hockey is like that, right? Oh, yeah, Ken? I watch Swedish hockey all the time, bro. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> nice, dude, yeah, so you know. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's, 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 it's watching last night. Yeah, you know, what, what do you guys think about, like, a, a player decking out his stick and sticker like they do in skateboarding? All, all your sponsors just... Get on your skateboard. Uh, well, you can't really do that. Think about that. Think about that, bro. I'm pretty sure a lot of those guys are getting the sticks, like, for free. For free. Yeah, yeah see? Yeah. He gets it. This guy gets this. So, the thing is, too, so, like, you know, I play, I play, uh, I play, so I'm going to throw this out there in the sense of, like, it's just because I, I play NHL, like, uh, the hockey game, right, on, on Xbox. And there's a lot I don't of know things. Why that needed disclaimer? Well, there, well, no, because it's just one of those things. I'm just saying. Because yeah, he's game. not a ho- hockey athlete, but no, there's rules. And Kenny's explained these rules to me. Where in the hockey game, you can like put tinted visors. You can like put all these weird, uh, like this weird kind of vinyl on your stick, or like have like different designs on there. You can have like red laces on your boots, but you can be a blue team, like have blue, like blue uniform and stuff like that. Can you not do that in. You can't do that really in in, in the actual. League, like in real life, they're not allowed yeah, to. Yeah, you can't do it. You, you can have, have tinted it, visors if if you can have like it, it's a it's like a, a like mild a mild gray. Yeah, it's like a smoke. But you can't have um, like a blue. It, it's smoke mostly for people that smoke. have had concussions. Sunglasses at baseball, like no. limo tint. Yeah, like nah, no, it, it, it can only. Well, be. just look at Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, like right, it's the same in the NFL. Yeah. In in practice, he wears a gold visor. But he has to change that helmet every time that he goes on uh, onto the field, which, again, it's because they want their players to be more recognizable. They want them to become household names. But that's weird think, because hey, a lot of defensive players wear the wear the dark the dark visors. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I and I figured that, but this one's like an obnoxious, like almost like uh, it's like an orange like, color, right? It, it, it's gold plated, so you yeah. can't see it. Oh, okay. So, so they can only yeah, wear the so. sunglasses one. Is what you, you're so, talking about? This color, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like bright, whatever. Yeah, because and, of how it. Well, looks. yeah, no, that's understandable because of the glare. Yeah, the glare. And, well, and then on top, yeah, on top of that too, yeah, they play outside, and a lot of these players have had concussions. So uh, when when they are exposed to bright lights or or an excessive amount of sun, it can cause them to have headaches and, and go under concussion protocol. So it is something again in hockey and in football it allows you to do. But it, yeah, there's just strict re- league regulations. Where it's like, oh, we want we want our fans to identify our players. But in in my opinion, I'm like, hey, let them wear whatever they want because that makes them more identifiable. It does. Like, hey, I I don't need to know what a space looks like, but I know that Alexander Ovechkin used to wear 
wear this obnoxious, like tinted visor that made him so recognizable and just these bright yellow uh, laces on his, on his skates. And it's just like, Hey, that's Alex Ovechkin. Exactly. He looked like he was like dripping, dripping in confidence. Uh, that's what I'm saying. What he was wearing. The so, same thing is like, Oh, this, that's, that's Connor Garland. Cause he tapes his, 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 he tapes his stick in Patriot tape, you know, whatever. Cause he's from Boston. Yeah. So it's like, like that, like that would be, make them more recognizable. But obviously the league's not, the league doesn't want that. They want it to keep yeah. it. They want like this tidy look where you look the part and represent the it's league. Like the military. Well. Yeah. That's one thing yeah. I noticed about it, NHL. They're, because then it becomes they're basketball. Very, uh, they're very, um, uh, what's the word? Uh, traditional, I guess the word is like they don't really bend. Yeah, because then it becomes much, basketball. You know, or NHL, NFL. And, and no basketball. Yeah, and I, and I, basketball I is the agree worst with about it. I I think I, I look as much as you want to say about basketball. Basketball generates revenue. No, it does. No, no, no. Don't they, get me wrong. They, but but they 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 just have like look the shoes that you can't oh, wear. Oh yeah, like, yeah. All the, this extra And same thing. And same thing with the NFL. I think you have, NFL's like, OB, worse. OBJ. I think NFL is a thousand times worse. I don't know. I think NBA is worse. Oh, I don't. And, and then you know I, the, the media the and, and, and all that. Gloves and everything. Gloves and all that. Yeah, stuff. but like, you you the, can't have pictures. And, I don't okay, know. Okay, okay. It's just I think I think maybe I can. I can give you football because let's be honest about it. Because look at NBA, they really bend over backwards with it, letting their players kneel and then put the jerseys mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like they they went all out this year. So, but yeah, yeah, no, it's crazy. Um, yeah, no, I totally understand. But NHL, they're different. They're like very traditional and, and they like don't let that. nothing fly. You know, it's kind of just like yeah, black, it. what is it? It's like black to, uh, black shoes, black shirt, black tie, nothing different. <laughs> True. Yeah. And I fuck with it. I I, I like it because I mean. And this is not to say anything bad about any personalities. I enjoy personality. Yeah. Um, but if you if you meet a hockey player or if you talk to a hockey player or just watch the way they interview, they just seem to have a different persona than than someone in basketball. And and I think um, that batch basketball causes a lot of controversy. Some good controversy, obviously, for you know things that are going on in the world right now. Uh, but a lot that distracts from from overall what people are tuning in for so um i don't know i think that hockey uh, again i i would like to see more personality but i do appreciate the fact that it is it is they do treat it as a business uh which it is it's one of the most booming if not the most booming businesses in uh the entertainment industry uh, is sports right and and so i mean it is a business and and i feel like that it should be treated as such uh, but you should allow your your players and and uh, individuals to show some personality. So again, it's it's a fluid situation. Everything's going to be changing. The world's changing. So we we got to anticipate that that the sports are going to change as well. But um, yeah, if anybody else wants to comment on that, we we can. Uh, I I do want to get to the other Coyotes news that I do have. All right. Yeah, uh, give me one second. I'd like to comment on that real quick. Uh, sure, what I absolutely. what I think about that on the NHL is um. Yeah, right. I think no one man is bigger than the game. And let's be honest about that. Uh, the Agreed. NBA is based off of certain superstars who, um, without the game, they feel like a lot of people feel like, you know, people will stop watching and stuff like that. And I think right. that's why the NHL kind of suppresses some people to keep it all about if they lose one. Uh, everybody's expendable, person, personally. I think that's that's where they keep it, that like everybody's expendable. You're and replaceable. No, and they make sure – that they keep it that way, that no one is bigger than the game. Yeah, and that's a good yeah, thing. I mean, that's an extremely, that's, uh, that's what extremely I got on good that. point. Yeah, it's an extremely good point. But I like that, though, I mean, too, because I feel like 
in that sense, we, we all have platforms, right? There's platforms. You have Instagram, Twitter, you know, Facebook and all this stuff. And I feel like those platforms are better used for things that your personality wise, like if you want to show like what you do outside of work, because at the end of the day, playing basketball professionally, playing hockey professionally, soccer, football, baseball, it's a job. You're getting paid to play a game. It's a job because you can get fired, you can get let go, you can get transferred, or which is a trade. You're just these things can happen, and then what do you do? You retire from work and do what you, and do other things, right? So, yeah. I think your platform. I think every. I think everyone should use their platforms to do what they believe is what they need to do, and I think that the 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 leagues should stick with like this is a business kind of mentality like the like the nhl has and has kept it in a very tight like you know we're like you like jeremy said no person is bigger than the than the sport so the yes business. you can go and i actually that. like that by the way I, I don't can, know if i made that clear yeah. i actually totally agree with i love how the nhl makes it makes it so it's just like hey everybody i can fire every single one of you right now and we yeah. wouldn't lose a dollar. Replace you with Canadians. <laughs> well, they're already <laughs> Canadians. <laughs> oh, man. But, but uh, you said you had more news, was it? Or <laughs> Back to you, yeah, Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so just a few other things that I want to, like, just off, off the checklist here. So remember, guys, when I was telling you uh, that there was rumors that the Coyotes were going to hire somebody that was going to be in charge of cap compliance and all that, mm-hmm. um, and I couldn't give you the name, well um, – just as we do on um, station kicks, you know what I'm saying? We always like to break the news first. Uh, it, it, it became official yesterday. Uh, we hired David Ludwig. That's his name. Um, he is the new director of hockey operations, which is a, a position that John Chica held in lieu Who? of the John. Yeah. Who? I don't know. He who must I, not I, be I, named. I, I that bitch. I don't know. That bitch. That oh, motherfucker. I, that motherfucker. Uh, I, 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 all I know is it's some guy that owns a bunch of Wendy's. Uh, that's, that's, that's who it is. But, this guy. But, and you might, you might, I was going to say, you might think I'm fucking joking, but John Chica owns a shit ton of Wendy's. It's super weird. He doesn't eat a carb, but he owns a fucking shit ton of Wendy's. But anyway, um, so he, he's the new director of hockey operations and he's in charge of salary cap compliance, which is uh, something that, uh, if you guys remember, wasn't really paid attention to under John Chica, right? I mean, John Chica kind of blew his load on certain players that he was like, "Hey, I'm going to trade a trade uh, trade tra- tra- a bunch of yeah, exactly trade a bunch of free assets like draft picks for half a season of Taylor Taylor Hall." Uh, when we pretty much all knew, I mean, we said it from the beginning, like, hey, there's a slim chance we can keep him unless we go far in the playoffs. And there was a slim chance that we went far in the playoffs, and we all saw how that went. And they were all <laughs> yeah, no longer on the team. Went, bro. So, yeah, me, bro. so, so, I mean, free, yeah, exactly. Free assets, though, that, that, that were spent on players that were not going to stay here. We spent a bunch of a bunch of money on Phil Kessel and assets on Phil Kessel that, you know, uh, it was, it's, it doesn't look like the, the smartest move right now. Okay. Again, Phil Kessel is just that dynamic of a player that he could just blow us away next season. Yeah, but I'm very disappointing it. though. I was, I, I'm, I'm one of those guys. Like, I don't, 
not big on hockey. I don't know too much about hockey, but I know about Phil Kessel, and I, I was kind of I was kind of excited about that. We song. were all excited, man. You should have seen when we were, yeah, exactly. found out. When I found out, I was like, bro, we got Phil Kessel. Yeah, I was big on that. Movie. I know about Phil Kessel. Like I I, said, I but really... I made the point early on that year of why I thought Phil Kessel didn't perform as well as we we all expected. Besides the and fact the that yes, I did like Phil Kessel, and I did did back him and, and like fight for him. But towards the end, I started realizing, like, you know, Phil, Phil's it. kind of is not. And, but, 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 he's over the hill, bro. He's over the hill. The problem God, I remember we talked about it last year, was the problem God, when we got to Arizona, he discovered Sonoran hot dogs. <laughs> but, no. Yeah. So, like, the thing was, I, I would, I was like I was said, is that Phil Castle played with superstars. Like, su- yeah, no, Cosby, Malkin. Like, you had all these superstars. He wasn't even first line. Well, what? In all fairness, though, he is a, he is a superstar. He is no, no. a superstar. It's just he he's over is the a hill superstar. superstar. And, and you're right. But he's used to being around. But those. he's used to being around big players that also Company. make big time yeah. moves. And and so what happens is you're, this is what I was trying to get, get to is that he wasn't relied on to be the main guy, which let exactly. him be able to flourish and be great because when you don't have the pressure of being like, hey, you need to knock this goal in because we need a win, and then he goes in just nonchalant, we're like, I ain't got the pressure, and he's the one that scores the goal. You know what I'm saying? So it's like he became he's a superstar in his own right because he is a great shooter, he's a great skater, he's great at at, uh, playmaking. The problem was when he came to Arizona, then he was dropped the bombshell of, you're the, you're guy. the guy. Okay, so you're, that's what I was just about to ask my, you. You're the guy that can he not handle that? I, we don't know. Well, it's not. Uh, it, it we right so, now. But then again, he, he's a very, he's a very. Sorry, Lucio. I don't want to interrupt. No, no, no. But go I, ahead. I do Lucio wanna, talks uh, too much. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We all know that. Uh, he, Lucio, uh, Lucio Kessel is the type of person that uh, he's very transparent, and he does not like the pressure. He's said that, and that's something I actually respect about him is that he's very transparent. He's not pretending like he is the guy. He's like, I do not like the pressure, but my job is to come in here and score goals, and he didn't do that last season, and he knows that, and he has said. Uh, that he is, he's working hard to to get back to that point because he still wants to be a contributor. I mean, he he's not lazy by any means. He's just not a a natural leader, and everybody like, knows that. And he's the first one to admit that. Can he handle so it why, though? Because no matter no, no matter that, no matter what, the contract has been signed. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like he's getting paid, and this is what he's asked to do. So I well, mean, if he can't, the, I mean, he he last year wasn't too good. Are you telling me that because he was so honest about it that it's okay if he flops this year? Or No, 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 no. Okay, okay. Like, I'm, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, just, big... I'm just trying to understand because, I mean, it was very disappointing. Yeah. It was a very disappointing for all of us, I think, you know, to see him. No, it was. Yeah. And we yeah, all want to see no, him succeed, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was just, it's just, I know he's not a leader, but that doesn't mean you don't, you can't be the yeah, top, so, the so top like, scorer. Exactly. I'm, I'm going to give you an example of this, Jeremy, is um, when Zach Granke came to the Diamondbacks. That mm-hmm. he was given the spotlight, he was given all this, and he's never he been the guy. It. He hated the spotlight, he hated all this. But the difference is, and I think this is where you're going, even though he wasn't a leader, he wasn't the face, he wasn't everything, he delivered on the mound. He still performed, yep. And, and, that's, and, and, and that was I, the difference exactly, is that I, it's okay, Phil, if you don't want to do this, it's okay if we, we won't put you on the billboards, we won't give you the 10 o'clock interview, we won't do any of this. But give me your results, and he didn't do that. Exactly. So that's why and, and I, I think he's creating more pressure on himself because he's not delivering, and it's, it's showing. 
Yeah, it's a, and it's I a I agree I I agree with Jeremy there. I mean I I think that I think that um I, and by no means was I making excuses for Bill Kessel. Anybody that's listened has, has heard how, how <laughs> no no no, how, no that's all. I'm just I'm disagreeing we... with you. You know, just saying. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. No, it was very disappointing. So I mean, just because sure. he's not a leader doesn't mean that he can't be. A, the top guy you know what i'm saying doesn't mean yeah, he can't be the superstar agreed. and you know like um like, let, let's be honest about it and i, I will go real quick to this but I, i'll stop real quick just chris paul's gonna be the leader but devin booker is gonna be the superstar yeah you know what i'm saying exactly. and why you know yep. phil kessel should be phil kessel should be able to do that we'll controversial and and it, it's a good it's a good point uh controversial and again i'm not i want to i want to just mention it and we'll stop because i have other other news to get to before we talk are oh, we talking some football right yeah we're talking football too oh fuck yeah you guys got me so you guys might we might as well right so um, <laughs> um the one controversial topic is i can kind of see a phil kessel situation happening with chris paul He's over the hill. I mean, I we did talk about it on the last podcast that basketball players are statistically more capable of producing at at a at a higher age. Higher age. Yeah, but I, just watch. I, I don't know. I, I I like the Chris Paul move. Come on, bro. Yeah, Mike Smith was good, but he's a prick. Uh, he's, he's a he's, fucking he's, <laughs> Hey, come yeah, on. I didn't know a... we were judging people on personality here, you know? I mean, We were just talking about player personality. Fuck that fool. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Fuck that fool twice. Yeah, heard that heard that twice the first time. So, um, But no, um, want to get back to it because um, it is worth mentioning. So the reason why we went off on that I'm not going to say the word. I know you guys want me to, but I'm not going to say it. Um, was because uh, at the end of the day, David Ludwig had, was hired to be a um, basically a money manager. Um, so you should see more smart financial moves under him um, than we did with John Chica. And, uh, who? Uh, yeah, exactly. So we, we don't say anyway. Anyway, I I know he. Uh, anyway, but at, at the end of the day, it, it, I think it's a good hire. I mean, this guy, uh, David Ludwig, he, uh, he's been working with, with, uh, player agencies. So he's worked, he's very familiar with the game. He's very familiar with a lot of players. Uh, I think Christian Dvorak is represented by the, the agency that he just left, um, to come to the Coyotes. So that's always a good thing. Um, connections or everything. So um, it's a good hire. So I'm going to get through these last bullet points pretty quick because I know that uh, we need to get on to other things. Um, the, we covered the advertisements on the jerseys. Oh, yeah. So let's let's talk about the, uh, the players that were selected for the World Juniors. World Juniors are obviously a national stage, uh, international stage, uh, to watch teams prospects play and, and really see what they've done. So like the, you draft these players and some of them are undrafted. They're, they're eligible for the upcoming draft. Um, and you, and you want to see if, if they uh, are, they're good enough to make the squad in, in general. And secondly, um, how they perform because a lot of the players that perform well in the world juniors typically go on to have solid careers in the NHL. Good news for Coyotes fans. Uh, we have three players that were selected to their their nation's world juniors teams. We have, and some of them, one of them is pretty surprising. We have a kid named Aku Raddy, 
We'll say that. We'll say that one more time. His name is Aku Reddy. Uh, I might be butchering his name, but he was a fifth round draft pick by the Coyotes. Um, and he so our first made... pick. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not. It was not in 2021. I believe he was picked in 2019. So okay. he was a 2019. Uh, yeah, who would have been my our second round pick if you think about it, uh, which is insane. Um, but yeah, he he got selected to Finland. Um, he he registered three points two goals and one assist in last year's tournament. Um, so he's selected again. So that's, that's always good to see a fifth round draft pick making the national stage. And, you know, it's all, it's, it's always good to, you know, find depth in the later rounds of the draft. Cause in the NHL, it's, uh, it's not like the NFL. I mean, you, you can, you can find a starter in the sixth round in the NFL. Um, it's not like that in the NHL. It's, it's a pretty steep fall off after the third round. Um, <laughs> even it, it you could even say the second round, really. Um, but Aku Raddy was selected for Finland. Uh, no surprise here, but Victor Soderstrom, the Coyotes' 2019 first-round uh, selection, number 11 overall, really a player I'm excited about, right-handed shot defenseman, which is rare in the NHL, smooth skater, very smart playmaker. He was selected uh, for Sweden's World Junior Team, and if anybody knows anything about hockey, Sweden is the powerhouse. So to make Sweden's team is is a pretty big deal um but it's no surprise there i mean he's a first round draft pick top 15 i mean he should be on that team so really excited to see what he could do he could potentially be um rostered next season on the uh, on the coyotes if not in the ahl it just depends on his on his uh development path last but not least um uh, a, a kid named john farinacci he was our um 76 pick in round three of 2019 he's a center um, he's from the USA. He's, uh, he's, I think actually Jeremy, he's from Jersey. I, if I believe if I, if, if I remember okay. correctly, he's from, yeah, he's from Jersey. So that's, that's cool. But, uh, yeah, he's probably, you know, he's pretty, <laughs> if you know anything, we've got yeah. guys from Jersey. About Jersey yeah. people, <laughs> right. so, uh, but no, he, he, he made team USA. And so that's, that's three players that made their national stages. Uh, good news for Coyotes fans. Uh, just something to keep an eye on. Um, again, if you watch the World Juniors uh, historically, you, you'll see that pretty much every player on the World Juniors went on to have a successful NHL career, um, whether that be three seasons. I know a guy who played on the World Juniors and won a ring. Just throwing that out there. Oh, hell yeah. What's his name? Can you drop his name or no? Fuck, one second. You know, if Curtis, I don't have to, Curtis, if I say not, I know a guy, I could just come over. No, his name was Curtis. I remember him. He was the, the, the he's a he's a douchebag, but yeah, he's a badass. I think he played. I think my buddy told. Me, oh damn it! Hold on one second. I'm gonna hit up one of my sources. It's all good. I appreciate that. So did you know him or did you know of him? No, I know him. I met him. He's a douchebag. I know him. Are we friends? No, no. Yeah, I know him. While he's looking that up, uh, the last the last bullet point I have in the Coyotes, and we're done. Uh, we announced today that we hired Hunter Cherney as the head video coordinator, so a video coach. As we know, we were all kind of bummed to see Steve Peters leave his role because he'd been with the organization for so long. We still don't know the backstory there. Um, maybe they just felt a change was needed, and that was one of the easiest positions to fill. Um, or to change, but we we hired uh, Hunter Cherney as the head video coordinator. 
so we'll see how that goes. Um, but it, well, I guess it's the last caveat to that point. We are still, we are still without a, uh, assistant coach. John McClain is fucking gone. I don't, I don't know if you guys remember that, but still celebrating that John McClain is no longer with the team. Um, so we are yeah, still a looking to a few, few months ago on yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. John McClain is a, Oh God. I don't know why that guy. Anyway, anyway uh, what is he yeah, doing? Yeah. John McClain was our assistant coach, and he did nothing. If oh, that, if that's that your was question, a dumbass. He did not know how to do power nothing. plays, right? Yeah, he, and then he got moved to p- penalty kill, and we sucked at that too. But um, yeah, so uh, we are still looking. Uh, there's there's a few players out there, um, a few ex players that are being interviewed for the role per sources. Um, Michael Pekka, who has no experience at coaching, if I if I'm, uh, I mean, I've, I've looked it up. I don't see that he's got any substantial coaching experience. So I'm not exactly sure what we're doing there. Um, but there's another, another guy's name skipping or uh, skipping my memory here, but I think it's, uh, Peters. I forget, I forget his, forget his first name, but he, uh, he was also an ex NHL player and he's being interviewed for the role as well. So among other candidates, we have two ex NHLers, um, Statistically, traditionally, that has been a good hire. Uh, when you hire ex-NHL players to be a coach, um, it, it works out more often than not, but we'll see. So that should, that news should be coming within the next couple of weeks, so stay tuned. All right. I've confirmed my sources. All right, Curtis. so my buddy played in the Memorial Cup, and he won the Memorial Cup. He played mm-hmm. for the Calgary Hitmen, and he played uh, against the Kitchener Rangers. My buddy's name was Kitchener Curtis. Rangers. Kitchener awesome. Rangers. Yep. Was his last name Curtis or was his first name his Curtis? His first name was Curtis. I can't divulge that other information. Or I'd that's a, that's cool. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, oh, and, and not only that, my buddy just sent me another. He played against, when he won the cup, he played against Mikel Bodker. Uh, uh, Bodker. Yeah, he yep, played Mikhail against, Bodker. he beat Mikel Bodker's team to win the Memorial Cup. Yep, I was so excited about uh, uh, Kitchener because I I loved Mikhail Bodker before the Coyotes drafted him. He was one of my favorite players and juniors because of how explosive he was and you know how how much of a playmaker he was. And man, he looked so good for the first few seasons, especially in those in the Coyotes deep playoff runs. Um, yeah. Well, he can't be too good. My, uh, my buddy's friend whooped his ass. So, <laughs> right? Couldn't be too well, good. <laughs> well, you, your your buddy, your, your sources are correct because Mikel Bodker is no longer in the NHL. So, uh, um, yeah, it, it sucks. But yeah. so uh, he would tell hey. me this story. This is why I remember this. This is exactly why I remember this because they played hockey. They, my buddy, he's a young kid. He's like twenty four or whatever. But he was like sixteen and stuff. He used to travel to play hockey. He actually lived in Canada for a little bit. He played hockey. He was really good and stuff. But what else? Another story. But he would tell me about, you know, his his brother's best friend, the guy who won the Memorial Cup, and that they would go to the Coyotes game and like when Miguel, uh, what is it, Mikel, when he would get like thrown against the glass or something, like when they were they would sit front row and stuff, he would press his ring up against the glass in front of his face, like ah, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. He would get like board checked right there. He would fucking press his <laughs> ring on the glass. Like, ah, look at this, you son of a bitch. Why the fuck not? There you go. <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. Hey, uh, Kenny, um, I don't yep. know if you have any other news, but I do have a, a question. 
Sure. No, that's uh, I wrapped up the news there. So go ahead. All right. So then, this is a very faint rumor, okay. and so that's why I don't want to like a whisper. I, I that's why I don't even want to say it, it is like officially a rumor or anything like that. But I have I have heard, rumors on deck about the Coyotes, so I'm interested to see. I, if this well, is I have heard that part of the reason the Phoenix Rising left is because there were talks about using that space for a new Coyotes Arena. So do you That's have what we talked about that? earlier? Um, not officially. No, nah, it's, oh, conf- it's, it's if confirmed. I, if I, if sticks I, and if, kicks. Let, let, They're making a new stadium. <laughs> confirmed by Sticks and Kicks. Let, a new stadium is coming. Let's get on. Let's not get officially. Official but Kenny, what do you got? What I can say without exposing a source that's close to the Coyotes um, is that oh, fuck, how do I put this? Uh, the Coyotes are exploring an option of putting an arena, and we we kind of talked about this, but it seems to be getting closer and closer. Uh, putting an arena in the the Tri City area, Ooh, so that would be awesome. That would be great. So. The so, commute and, for that and, would be so much better than having to drive to Timbuktu in the west side in the middle of the fucking week during rush hour, yeah. which technically the 202 helps with that. But if you're not in the 202 South, still you still have to yeah, you still have to drive all yeah, the way to Westgate to go do this. So and if you're in the Tri-City area, oh my God, dude, that just makes it easier for everybody because the Tri-City area literally around that spot doesn't tend well, to get I mean, super. Can't you take the light road? Yeah. yeah that, you can take uh, the light road. All right, there. so Kenny. My thing Yo. without so it's official. You, they're coming to Tampa. <laughs> All right, man, that's just, uh. without you conf- confirming any data or, or or any names. Can you give us a percentage on how how done this deal is? I am just gonna say this. Remember this episode number, and whoever would doubted this rumor can come back and kiss my fucking feet when. <laughs> It's announced because I don't want to throw a percentage number on it, but and I will. We'll put, and we'll put bro, it on that your sounds like a one hundred percent for me. And man. we'll I'm put it on your lie. OnlyFans. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> some weird foot fetish shit. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like fucking no. It's uh, I I I do want to tell you that that COVID set this process back about eight months. Okay. Okay. Um. It Can was you give us really, any really more cool. information, any type, like a, a possible location, any type of information without exposing the source? Um, I could say that uh, I can say that tribal land is in talks. Okay. Um, I can say. Oh, fuck. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to say too much because you know I know. What? You know what? I know. I know the. I know the guy. Yeah, I know the guy that, that 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 I get this information from. Listen to this show because we actually communicate with each other on a uh, popular forum for hockey, yeah. and he 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 checks in. So I don't. I don't want to say too much. Well, but, yeah, no, um, no, we don't want to expose the sh- source because yeah, you know yeah. there's going to be another episode. Yeah, so we'll, yeah, <laughs> we'll go ahead and uh, hopefully we'll be able to get yeah. more information as it goes. But no, th- that's that's awesome, bro. I had no idea. That's, that's pretty legit. Yeah, that's, that's, that's just. Awesome. just uh, so yeah, it's possible. Just saying, it's not. It's maybe, maybe. There's a high probability. I'm just gonna say it's gonna fucking happen. It's gonna happen. Oh, it, I'm, oh. I'm just gonna say it's gonna happen. I'm hey, not saying it's when it's when it's gonna no happen. Cap? I'm not. Yeah, no I'm not gonna say when it's gonna happen. 
But I'm going to tell you one thing, Alex Morello, you know, you got you got to give the man credit, even though he's received a lot of criticism. Alex Morello is a man that is not going to let a franchise bleed. He's not about that. He's, if you look at his track record, he has statistically turned around every business that he's ever acquired. Nice. And, he, and, uh, he, he, he's going to make it happen. I'm not going to tell all you right. when, and I can't right. tell yeah, you no, when. Yeah, no, that was all right. All right. All right. Uh, let's see. What, what do we got next, you guys? Football? Yes. So yeah, I'd, I'd love football. Yeah, we, so, all right, so moving on. Jumping right yeah, into I, it? I thought we talked about soccer already. <laughs> Oh, I like that. Yeah. American football. Thank you, Jeremy. I just want people. Ole, 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 ole. I would love to see Lenny, <laughs> Kenny, lead that chant someday. I'd, I'd be taking my shirt off, guys. You know, you know exactly what I would do. I'd be in a stadium, just fucking taking my shirt off, going ole, and everybody'd be like fucking chucking beers guy? at me, and- just over the phone. I've never. He was never been to a Phoenix Rising game, or no. No, I tried to. There's been so many. I had so I. It's weird, man. Like I had this fucking baby, and it's just like oh, there's this one fucking, child. Just headache, just headache after headache. That no, I'm future, kidding, no, man. The guy. Hey, hey, yeah. hey! I know he needs to get a fucking job. I was just gonna no, say no. you tell her to get a job. <laughs> right? is on the first. He's so going I on like seventeen. He's going on 17 months old now, so he should yeah. be looking at something. Yeah, so. And you still no, let him um, live rent free? You're, you're a good you person. Generous. I'll, 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 you I'll generous. Tell you one, I'll tell you one thing. He lives rent free in my head, bro. He lives rent free in my head. But, no, he's a great kid. But, yeah, that's the reason why I wasn't able to make a lot of the rising games. But uh, oh, it's all right. I've, only, thing, I've, I've, I've been to uh, how many? I'll say about five, two. No, uh, you've been to a few, but most of them have been dollar beer nights. Lucio Lucio probably is thankful though And Danny might be too Because Lucio knows knows how I get Uh, So it it could have been an interesting That's going to be beautiful footage for 60 kicks I'm not going to tell you right now though Not to be a dick Yeah you definitely missed out Because that fan (laughs) section Is amazing I know man Those guys go hard I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you one thing. I can confirm that I will be to a rising game very, very oh, yeah. soon. So, so, but yeah, let's jump into it. Let's, let's talk so, some football. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the actual football, I guess. American know, like, football. Yeah, so we go, moving on right here. All right. I didn't mean to go on this tangent. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what's cool, though? Before we, before we get into it. Wait, oh, what, sorry. What was that? I was gonna say the cool part about football is like we all are we all have our favorite sport, and we all are are somewhat knowledgeable of other play, other uh, players, uh, other members of this podcast favorite sport. But everybody is knowledgeable about football. Everybody has a football opinion. This is one of my favorite segments for that reason because we all have some shit to talk. So I love this. All right. So I'll get mine out of the way. Last week we talked about how the Cardinals needed to turn the ship around going up against a Rams team that were, yes, very for- formidable, very – uh, they had the, the 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 record was on their side, but it was a winnable game if they got their shit together like they that, like sure. they were in the beginning of the season. And I said that 
for the Cardinals for it to be an acceptable season for what we expect and to get into the playoffs, they'd pretty much have to go four and one the last few games. I said they were going to drop one of the Rams games. Did not think it was going to be that night. I thought it would be the last game of the season, but I still hold true to that and saying that if they go four and one, which they already got the one loss out of the way, they need to win out against the Giants, the Jets, the Giants, and San Francisco, uh, San Francisco, and the Rams. Philly, sir. Philly. What did I say? I don't know. I said the no, Eagles. No, you said San Francisco, I think, twice. After I said the Eagles. No, you didn't say Philly at all. Did you you didn't say, say Philly at all. You didn't say Philly at all. Oh. Yeah, well, no. So, I meant to say yeah, I know. the thing is, man, y'all lost three in a row. And I remember specifically talking about some of the things you guys were going to have. Three in a row? Yeah, you did. Drop three in a row, bro. Uh, you dropped three in yeah, a row, we did. bro. Oh, yes, I, I know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw the headline. We're, we were one Hail Murray away from going on five. Yeah, that you stretch. dropped three in a row, bro. You, you won that, that Bills game and then you just lost. Yeah. And well, mind you, it, thought, all, okay, it all started with the we Seahawks. We blew our game, load on that catch. Where it all started down. So, what I, and that's what I was saying. It's like, if you guys kept, if you guys played the way you played the Seahawks, it was, it was, gonna be bad and I remember talking to that you guys needed to make sure you guys had I didn't even say you had to completely neutralize uh Aaron Donald Aaron Donald you just had to contain him enough to get Kyler Murray enough time at least two seconds extra to get Kyler Murray enough time to throw because Jalen uh Jalen Ramsey he was gonna get beat by D-Hop he was just just that's apparently not I, honestly no I, I go ahead keep going I'm not but, gonna cut you out let me know when I can but go. the problem was that the pressure, the pass, pre- the pass protection was not there. The pressure got there too fast, and there was so much, there was so much that they needed to do, and and there's so much they they could have done to to stop at least him, that it just kind of fell through. And um, yeah, the Cardinals lost that game, and I remember saying that they specifically needed to do those two things, that D Hop needed to beat Jalen Ramsey. On, on the outside, because he probably would have, if anything, probably would have dominated him on the outside, because that's, you know, that's the nuke spot. And then you guys just needed to came, contain Aaron Donald. And what happened? You didn't contain Aaron Donald, not even a little bit. And, yeah, we saw how that happened. Well, I, I totally agree with that. But, I mean, the Cardinals, I don't, I don't know what's really going on with this, man, but... They need to go ahead and figure out their uh, their play calling, man. Yeah, that's also too. I mean, I mean, I don't know what's going on with their offense, but I mean, we we've been out coached three games in a row. I and, agree and with you. And you know what? And and everybody keeps talking about. I mean, last year everybody was very happy, and I was happy too. I mean, I think you guys won five games, and everybody was okay with that because we knew that it was going to be a work in progress. But with the weapons that you guys grabbed yeah. this season, and with the way you guys looked this season. The way you guys played the last couple games is just not good enough, man. And I, I honestly want to put that a lot on Cliff Kingsbury, man. He is. is just, I don't, I, I don't, Agreed. I don't know what's going on, but he's regressing. He's regressing really bad, man. Or he, I don't know if he's grabbing the concept. I mean, his clock management is is kind of is some of the worst clock management. Bro, it's I've terrible. Seen in and football, then you you man. can tell like the, how 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 wet behind the ears he is yeah. when it comes to being in the NFL. Yeah, he might have had a year last year, but you can tell because look at this. And I'm gonna throw this out there just because it happened recently, and we're talking about like changing teams and like bringing new teams and new players and new coaching and stuff like that. Ron Rivera came in to to coach uh, to coach the football team. 
And then what happened? They gave the Steelers their first down. But Lucio's it was all giggle. because of how Rivera coaches. He's ha- he has the experience, the time management, the persistence, and he knows it's going to be a work in progress. He's like, if we don't, like, it's not about winning this game. And I remember Rivera used to say this with Caroline all the time. It's about winning every quarter. I was wondering where this was going. Uh, Ron and, Rivera, Carolina, that's where this but, all this, this well, was going. But I'm not bringing it to Carolina. What I'm saying is Ron Rivera is the perfect did. example. Of hey, like, Rivera is a G. Rivera is a G. A G. I, I appreciate Rivera. I respect, yeah. I respect everything that um, Rivera has done on the field and off the field. So, yeah. But what I'm saying is where Kingsbury's dropping the ball is that he's, like I said, this is where you can see where he's wet behind the ears in yeah. the NFL, is that his play calling is sloppy. His time management, like you said, is is not very good. It's some of the, the worst in – it's some, not the best. I'm not going to say the worst, but it's not I, – I, I, I honestly want to believe that it's some of the worst time management. Okay. I mean, it, it, it it's, it's right. verbal. He, I mean, I remember, I think, one point uh, – I, I believe it was against the Dolphins where they had like 12 seconds left on, you know, on the clock. Mm-hmm. And I forget what happened, but they ended up getting no points on the board. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They, they, I mean, it, at least they were supposed to get a field, yeah, goal, a field goal, and they ended up walking away with zero so, points. And I just remember thinking to myself, I was like, how did, how did they not get any – like, I just remember thinking, like, right. how did you not get any points? Exactly. And, like, the exactly. last thing I want to say with that, too, is that, honestly, for me, how I see them and how it looks, like how Kingsbury looks with his players, and like, I'm going to bring it back to Ron because – Ron has gotten so much out of his players that he's working with now in, in Washington. He, he brings out the best in his players. He knows how to, how to speak to them. He knows how to give them freedoms, but not too much freedom where they're going off and being crazy. Yeah. But enough freedom for them to feel comfortable and to get the most out of them. And I don't think Kingsbury has done that with his team, getting the best out of D-Hop, getting the best out of Kyler, because Kyler can be great. Kyler can be great if he if he's put in a position to be great with the play calling and with the right uh, moves forward. I right. wanted to ask everybody because I um I'm, I I heard I heard this argument. Well, not an argument, but I heard this I don't know maybe theory that someone had brought up, and they were talking about slant routes. Mm-hmm. They were talking about oh why, my god, what you know where I'm going with this? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, let, let me go ahead and throw it out there. Uh, People, it's being said that slant routes aren't being run by the Cardinals because I think they have the lowest percentage of slant routes run by wide receivers and slot receivers. Is because it's a stat, by the way, Jeremy. You're you're 100 right. It's a stat. You know what I'm saying? It is a stat. Um, they because Kyler Murray is too short to see over his linemen. And that's why they're not running slant routes because he cannot see the receivers. And that's so that's why they're trying to throw bombs and or, you know, doing what they're get doing. Outside. Doing what they're doing, rolling out. But if they're gonna start rolling out, why aren't they doing RPO? Yeah, play action. And then which, that's which my point. one of my biggest like, beefs. I, I know yeah. what you're saying about Cliff Kingsbury, uh, and that's really more of the offense because. I missed the game last week, I'm not going to lie, so I don't really have too much stats on last week's game. But I've seen pretty much every Cardinals game. And, bro, the defense is looking solid. You know what the defense is the looking? Defense keeps the defense the is looking tired. Yeah. When yeah. I, I, I think it was against the Dolphins. Three straight, three and outs. Like, literally, like mm-hmm. three and out. Not like, oh, uh, you know, third day was one, two, three, punt. One, two, three, punt. One, two, three, punt. 
Bro, and then they're driving the ball. They're, I mean, 10 minutes with the what, ball and you shit. You know what? Time of possession, it means a lot. It does. means a lot, man. And you know what I'm saying? I, I think that's what's going on. The defense is on the field so long that the offense is eventually going to expose them. Kenny, what do you got? Yep. So I, I think you all make great points. Um, I, I, I've got a few bullet points. So Cliff Kingsbury, I think, is – I agree with Jeremy. He's absolutely been outcoached the last three games. Um, I, I cannot stand uh, – I cannot stand screen plays. We, we just do not execute them the way that any other team in the NFL can. I don't I – don't, I, I, I don't know if it's – yeah, I just don't know pre- if it's the fact he that he can't throw over the person well, trying to get on, to the ball. Well, I would. I'm. I'm not going to go full conspiracy theory on that yet. I will. Will make a uh, an observation when Jeremy said it was a theory. It's actually a stat. There is a um, a tracker, and I wish I could remember the app. Um, and I'm going to give a quick plug to a to an amazing Cardinals uh, Instagram um, page that you guys should follow. It's called Cardinals Elite, and it's just, it, it's a kid that's like 19 years old that runs this page, but he's extremely okay. smart. He follows uh, he follows the stats very well, huh? Yeah, and yeah, he's and he's got guy. all he's a numbers dude. Yeah, he's analytical, and and it's it, if you watch his story, like he he has this app that shows DeAndre Hopkins routes for the last three games. And it's all just, you know, uh, sideline throws, you know, like under 10 yard passes. Yeah. Under 10 yard passes. And then you, he compares it to other receivers in the league, like Antonio Brown of all people gets more slant routes. And it's just, it's, it's something that I think that uh, Cliff Kingsbury and to Lucio's point, is is definitely showing that he's wet behind the ears because he is finally in a season where he's like, oh shit, we have a chance to make the playoffs here. We have a talented squad. I'm going to play it safe versus what he was doing last year. The end of last year was amazing. We were just fucking chucking bombs, and this was before D-Hop. Right and in the beginning of the season, we were chucking bombs. Right and and D Hop was was two bombs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Kirk has been so fucking quiet lately. He's a whiteout. He should be running. He should be running deep. We should not be talking. They've been targeting Andy Isabella more than Kirk. That's crazy. Exactly. I was. I was just about to say that. And uh, you know, we you you read my mind. It's like why we why we. I like Isabella's uh, potential, but he just has not performed. I like his potential Um, as well. Okay, so I how, don't how think does he that can turn him dropping every other pass that he's getting. Well, and that's that's the thing. Is that that's something that's coachable? That's why that's I think why we said is. potential. That, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, yeah I, so I, I agree with coachable. Kenny. I, I feel like, like I don't I don't hate Isabella. I'm saying that why target him so much when we have like other agree. Other well, and, and that's where we're getting with that. Out coached. Yeah, you know what? That's especially, a little bit with Kyler Murray too. That you know what I'm saying? That's another that's another topic that we can get into. But you go ahead, Kenny. Yeah. Your thought. Yeah, no, and and I agree with you guys. I think that Andy Isabella. I think what Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury is trying to do is is catch his opponents by surprise by checking it to Isabella, and Isabella just needs more work. He needs more work. This is a guy. I don't want to. I don't want to hurt Cardinals fans here, but I am one of them, so it's going to hurt. This is a guy that we chose over DK Metcalf because of his potential. Right. And so that is that's something that we have to consider is that he does have some potential. He just he's a small guy. He's fast as fuck, but he needs to he it can be coached. Catching a ball can be coached. It's not something you have to be born with. Some people are naturally born with it. And of course, they they stand out. But catching a ball can be coached. It's just it's just, you know, running your route 
and timing it correctly to the point where you're in a good position where it's just falling in the breadbasket. So um, Isabella is a different story, but just getting to the point with Cliff Kingsbury, um, this might be controversial. I still think that we should give him a chance because let's let me let me remind everybody. Yeah, let let me remind everybody. We went we went from what was the thirtieth. Uh, ranked offense in the league, yeah. so we're top five. We, and at and one six. point, I definitely I agree. I definitely uh, agree what you're and, what you're let's saying. Be, let's be, uh, uh, We've also had some key injuries. The Lions. I mean, I know the mm-hmm. Dolphins are surprising a lot of people, but that was Tua's first start. That yeah. should have been that. That should have been one, in my opinion. Oh yeah, that boring ass Seattle game. I think that should have been yeah. one. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it, like, I mean, I just nobody's I, I arguing the record. Cliff yeah, King, I, I, yeah. I, ahead, I just sorry. don't. I, I don't see um, an improvement in the coaching. It's not because you can even tell, and and, and I'm I'm gonna go and, and expose uh, my team when you guys played Carolina, bro. You guys had just That's won. another one. You had just one game in a row. That was, that's game. the one I was thinking about. No disrespect no, to no, your no, team. No, 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 no. But yeah, no, I think they should have won that one. I fully um, disrespect the team. Like, like, no, was, I like that, Caroline. That, that, was uh, over, that was over the stretch that I thought we should have gone That running enough. back, that, exactly. what was his name? Mike Davis? Mike we should have gone oh, five he, He's a monster. <laughs> and, and, and that was the point that I'm saying is that the, the play calling that game, I remember... I remember Kyler Murray had two big runs that whole game. Yeah. The rest of that game, he was locked, locked down. In. He couldn't go to the outside. But he they could. were big. I think it was like a 30-yarder. Yeah, like there were like two a 40. big, big yeah, yards. There big were two big, big that. ones. Yeah. But the thing is, even after some of those big runs, they didn't score. And that was the yeah. problem is that the play calling when you get close to, to the end zone sometimes is not the best. In the red zone, it, it wasn't that good. Buda Baker, when he went ahead and got that intercept, yeah. uh, and then uh, DK Metcalf caught him. Everybody that was, knows that, that play. Was such an amazing play. They, that was such people an don't talk play. about what happened oh, after. Catch me. People don't talk about what happened afterwards. Turnover on downs. Yeah, yeah. We, they they, they, they points off. Yeah, no, they didn't score anything off of that and play. That play was all for. Uh, I believe it was the. We also won that game. Run. We also won that game. Huh? Yeah. You no, won, no, no, we won that won, game. Oh, no, no, you won that game. Yeah, no, I'm but not I'm taking saying, that away. We're but, talking about I mean, the play calling first. Beca- you know what I'm saying? Like, didn't you guys Agreed. win that game in overtime? Yeah, we won with that like, game in with overtime. Like but dramatic, I, I'm, I'm right there with, with a dramatic uh, Isaiah, Isaiah Simmons. Simmons. Like, didn't yeah, Isaiah Simmons like, was like, oh, look, I exist. And then, like, you know, freaking, <laughs> you know, catching interception. He's gotten a couple after that, so. I just yeah. oh, hey, hey, no, know, no 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 he's coming along he's coming along hey what do you got uh, go ahead Sorry. But my, I want to say Hassan my, Reddick my, my my whole thing about the Carolina game is that Carolina wasn't doing too good defensively getting up to the the Cardinals game because the Cardinals Carolina game that was game four of the season and I remember Carolina was struggling hard on their defense and I was like man Arizona has a big chance of kicking their ass because they've been they, you had just won the last two games and I was like all right yeah. these guys are you, or I think you guys have won your first three games actually and when you guys were coming to us you guys were like on a, on a roll so I was like man we should have been five and oh and you guys are gonna you guys are gonna take us out you know pick us apart because our defense we have a lot of rookies on our defense and there was a couple of our defenders that were hurt so I was like all right they're gonna and take Kaepernick us out didn't play game, but right? you know no he didn't play but it's hard to take you seriously because you don't like Teddy 
Yeah. So that's yeah. And, yeah. and that's my point. But Teddy is, bro. You guys are like making a push. You guys are no. Did you know? Did Jeremy, oh my no God. Push? What are you Thank talking God. about? I, I, was trying, I was trying to be nice, man. No. I was trying to be nice. Teddy Bridgewater fucking sucks. When we put hey, PJ hey, Walker on there, we won our fucking Lucio. game. You, you, that was, you no, did. we didn't just win oh, our the game. XFL guy? We destroyed. <laughs> we destroyed the team. We we, we didn't even let them score. But my point's what not even to your that. Golden boy? My point's not even that. I'm still back in this Cardinals thing. I'm trying to trying to prove a point why Kingsbury is just. Poor play calling. Uh, he can't. He can't win the easy this games. This could have all been summed up with my team sucks and we beat. He, they couldn't be. They couldn't be. They're not. They're. They're not winning the easy games and they're struggling. Uh, they're, they're struggling with the easy games, and they're not. They're not even showing up to the big games. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. I agree. Well, like it looked good in the beginning, and, um, I, and you know what's funny? Like I remember the beginning when they were three and zero. I love the passion in the locker room. Like everybody talked, and they were like, "Bro, we're we bought in. We're we're in. We're invested. We know what we can do." And then you drop. What was it, two? You went three and two. Yeah. I think it was something like. Like I mean, I, bro, you guys are six and six now, and and it's just the 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 inconsistency is very consistent. All right, now bro. over the last yeah. couple of games, yeah. Even though even though he does not show up on every top score sheet and everything. How much did Larry Fitzgerald's absence from that locker room make a difference? Huge. Oh yeah, it's a big deal. Huge. huge. I mean, look at what happened yep. in uh, in New England. It does. It doesn't. Yeah, exactly. It does not matter what Larry Fitzgerald is putting up. Yep. Uh, per game. What I remember, and I'm sure every Cardinals fan will remember, is there. And I, uh, I'm blanking the game, but there was this this play where <laughs> it was hurry up offense, right? And we needed to we needed to spot the ball and spike it in order to get another playoff and or playoff. Um, you guys know what I meant. Yeah. A play going, um, but play we needed. To, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> All right, cool. It sounded weird when I said it, so I just had to correct it. Um, but yes, it, 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 playoffs sound weird together. Yeah, it did. It did. Uh, but. Um, Larry Fitzgerald grabbed the ball, sprinted to the line of scrimmage, handed it to Kyler Murray, and and got the entire offense set. Basically, just screaming, "Get the fucking place! Get the fucking place! I'm getting the ball to the QB, and we're just well, spiking." I think that was it's a just, Seattle game. I think that was. It, what I think it was because they had to clock think, the ball. Yep, I think I think you're right. I think it was, and so it, it doesn't matter what Larry Fitzgerald puts up number wise. I had him on my fantasy team, and I never started him, and it sucks. But it was just it it's 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 not. It's he's not, like him Messiah, he's not the like having him on the team. You know, you're gonna score. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. No, no, yeah, no, was, we, we, should circle, we should circle um, back to that. He didn't. He didn't. I don't think he traveled with the team to the uh, to the New England no. game. No, and I think he, that he was a big factor. I think that was a big factor of him not being there, him helping out the receivers. You know, hey, this everybody is what this cornerback's doing. Everybody what the big factor. Everyone knows what the problem with the the Cardinals is, and I'm gonna say it. It's gonna be controversial. I'm la- I'm letting this go right now. Everybody knows, and everyone's talking about say it. it. Say it. Zane Gonzalez <laughs> is a terrible fucking kicker. It is the greatest terrible kicker in the league right now. Me and Danny were talking about this, and I love what Danny said. He was like, bro, it was one of the greatest things to hear Steve Kime and uh, and uh, Cliff Kingsbury. Hey, you know what? <laughs> yeah. We love Zane Gonzalez, and he's our guy. 
Oh no, he's out. We, he he no, he, but he's still our guy. Though. We love him. Yeah, he's just it's he's just back injury. Yeah, no, we don't know, playing, we don't know how it is, but he, he hurt his back. <laughs> he hurt his back. Hey, you know what happened? You know what happened? Steve Kime kicked him down the stairwell. He's That's like, what I was thinking. <laughs> Somebody hurt this man he's like, he's again. Like, yeah, he's like again. He's like another one. Are you serious? <laughs> it was he like, hey, yo, Zane, what happened? I, uh, I I I walked into a door. Yeah. Steve down some stairs. Yeah, that's that. You're damn right. That's what happened. Bro, Steve comes like in the fucking stairwell and said, "You slipped, you fucking bitch." And like, All right, yes, sir. But the yes, it's sir. just, bro. I'm not, bro. And I, I tell this is what I told Danny. I'm gonna let you go ahead and get your thought in real quick. This is what I told Danny about Zane Gonzalez when, and I noticed this before he started looking shitty. Let's see this about. I want to say like week three, week four, and I told him this. I said, "Bro, Zane Gonzalez has a certain amount of kicks in him." I think he has like yep. 50 made field goals a season or 30 made field goals a season, and you ain't getting shit else from him. Yep. And Agreed. that's it. And you know what? I think he's reached his number. Uh, you know, it's I just, think I think it's a mental game too. It he's is. I think he's mentally. not mentally strong. I think the yep. reason why he's lost his game, and then don't even give me the fact that I think Kingsbury froze his own kicker. The fuck? Well, does I mean, that? we talked about all this last last yeah. week. But yeah, thing, we won that game, by the way. But he did. Sorry, go ahead. But he did, though. But he did. That's like yeah, the, he did. He like, did. I need that to freeze weird. my kicker to make sure I warm his ass up before we get up there. Light a fire. Hey, 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 we'll see. No, I, watching him, I, I, three field goals in a row from 51 yards, and then, I thought everybody was just like, yeah, this guy's solid. This is the guy. And then to like go downhill from what he's, you know what I'm saying? Like three 51-yard field goals in a row. He's like, it's his money. The, the reason why. Kingsbury might be a genius, though. Kingsbury might be a genius. He was probably trying to freeze his kicker to just say, hey, fucking get your shit together, dude. <laughs> hey, you know, you're right. Because out, it, hey, it worked out so well. It did. Yeah, it no, it did. Yeah, it the did. thing is, he should have frozen oh him on God. the other games that he lost when he had the chance to win it. He's like, hold on, time out, time out. Fuck this shit. Hey, I knew you were going to miss this, so I called time out. I was like, like, bro, I knew you were going to miss this. I'm I'm bringing you out real quick, and we're going to talk about this. If you miss this, it's like those stairs are looking pretty steep. Just yeah, they're saying, looking yeah. you know, super and, and, slippery today. Bro, he missed three important field goals in the last three games that they played where they lost. Yep. Game, uh, yep. uh, game winning game. Uh, no, game not, not game games. winning, but uh, game deciding. Game deciding. Game deciding where they would field goal either to, to overtime, extra time, or where they would win. Or the where game. they would win, yeah. No, and it I was agree. like, it was mind baffling some of the ones that they lost because I was like, bro, how do you yeah. miss that if you literally just made one of those like four games ago? Like, what yep. are you doing, bud? And I don't even dis- right. I don't dislike the guy or anything. I just don't. I honestly, when I see shit, I call it and I see shit that he's not a good kicker. Y'all need to boot boot him out. Y'all need and to get another. I, I would like to, I would like to say something real quick. Uh, I was watching. Um, ESPN as it was traveling. And the Packers, they went ahead and brought in a <laughs> kicker for a look. They have one of the yes. best kickers in the NFL, Mason Crosby, and they brought in a kicker because they, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, I guess he missed a kick the other day or something like that. So they were, like, checking out kickers, and it's just like, 
Oh, okay. It must be nice. <laughs> Bro, do you know what that's going on? You know what's going on in that kicker's head that just missed? He's like, oh, fuck. I better get my shit together. I better make sure I have food on the table tomorrow. He's like, fuck this shit. I ain't missing another field goal. So why ain't Zane Gonzalez thinking like that? Because Zane Gonzalez, Zane Gonzalez is, is getting massages on the sidelines after he misses a field goal. And everybody's saying, it's okay, bud. It's yeah, okay. It's yeah, just a, yeah, honestly, it's yeah. Great and, point. And, no, I mean, the problem, here's the thing. The problem with Zane Gonzalez is... Because he's a local kid. Yeah, he's from here. Yeah, so, so my, one of my patients a, actually knows him. A, 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 like a ASU, right? Mm-hmm. And because he's local kid, when he got brought in, he got embraced by all the love and support, and you're the best, and whatever, walk it off, shake it off. And, and so he got used to that. And so it's very easy when everything's going good. Once things are going bad, you find out that. He got all that fanfare just because he was local, not because he earned it on the field. Right. But yep. I thought he did I, earn it. That's I, I how think he that. made it to the NFL. I thought he was a kicker. I mean, a kicker. And Jeremy, he, uh, uh, and that's what years, I'm saying. That, years, like, if it were any other kicker but a local kid, a local hero. Oh, uh, yeah. No, he would have got chewed up and spit out. Yeah, yeah like yeah, kickers yeah. are well, so replaceable. To Jeremy's point, though. To he, Jeremy's I mean, point. I bet it's tough going home to like your regular. I bet you know, like his mama house, like off the. He doesn't live in like, you know, uh, like Paradise Valley or like Sierra. You know what I'm saying? Like a nice big old house to go to, like his regular mama's house, like off of McClintock. <laughs> it's just like, no, don't come by. There's, I'm just going Broadway. Just don't come by today. I don't want the neighbors talking about no, us I today. I don't want them to see. I already you. got no yeah. shit this uh-huh. weekend. I had to take down all your things, all this stuff from the yard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Somebody yeah. put a poop bag on my yard last week. I don't want to want to have to relive that. Yeah, that picture of your face Me- on it, babe. I'm uh, sorry. We, we can't. We can't. So I want to ask the two uh, the two Cardinal fans. What do you sure. guys think going into this game? You guys got the Giants. Um, it's looking more and more like Daniel Jones is going to play. Mm-hmm. What do you, and I mean the Giants are playing well. You know I'm an Eagles fan. That's we'll get into that a little later. We'll, we'll you guys can bag me about that later. We'll talk about that. But uh, right now the, the Giants are looking good. Um, the defense is looking like they're stepping up. That guy Gallman, their running back, is playing yep. solid, and it looks like you're, they're getting their starting quarterback. What do you guys think you guys need to do to go ahead and get this W? You want to go first, Kenny? Kenny. After you, bud. All right. So coming into this game. I think that the first person to have talked, the the, per, the first person who will talk is, of course, Larry Fitzgerald. And Larry Fitzgerald, even though he is known as the nicest guy in the NFL, he is known as the biggest people person. He is known as this great guy. Like, I'm pretty sure he's like, hey, I'm not staving off retirement to deal with this shit over the past two games. We are going to get our Agreed. shit together, and we are going to go out there and put some fucking points on the board, especially in the places that like have been failed in the last couple of weeks. We are a much better team than this, and I think that just having Larry back this weekend is going to propel them. The Giants, yes, they are coming up, but they're not a great team. They got a great quarterback, and he's a running quarterback a lot. He's, well, okay, he's by some not considered it, but he's got the body to do it, and he gets them out of those third and short situations, you know, those emergency fourth downs. He has got it, but we have the, got the defense to snuff that out. 
It has happened. The defense has kept it in, kept them in games throughout the entire season, and it's up to Kyler Murray and the offense to be able to do that. If Hopkins yep. is actually dealing with an injury, because every fucking week he has put on injury, like he was on this list, he missed this day, we don't know if he's going to go, and then at the end of the day, he's okay to go. If he's actually dealing with an injury, that should have been snuffed out these past few weeks. Take a couple weeks off and do it, because now it's game time. And if we get Hopkins the way that I think we can get Hopkins, we are going to run all over the Giants. Like, there is no chance that they can stop both Kyle Murray's run game and Hopkins' air game. Like, it, it just cannot be done. And the last thing on this is that if Kyle Murray is 100%, I want him running the ball. I don't give a fuck what other media says that, oh, he's not a good quarterback if he's only running, you know. If he's not passing, he's not going to be doing this. No, that is his best attribute. That is why he is here. That is why he was the number one pick because he can run at any moment and get them six points on the board. So if Kyler Murray is healthy, I want him running the ball. I don't care what anyone says. Get that running touchdown. Make the defense honest and make them, uh, uh, like, pull defense away from Hopkins to get us this air raid going. Yep. That is what I will say on that. Got it. All right, Ken. It's on you. So, yeah, I, um, I'm more of a pessimistic fan. Uh, that's something that I'm notorious for uh, amongst all sports, but I agree with Danny. I, I do not see the Cardinals going out like chumps. I just don't. And, I was going to, I was going to make it a point to just like uh, address three bullet points about the rest of the Cardinal season. But I think this is a good time to do it. I think a Cliff Kingsbury is going to realize that, Hey, if he, if he wants to keep his job because the Cardinals are very notorious for overturning their coaches, like a motherfucker. I mean, Hey, rest in peace, Dave Wilkes uh, career, not, <laughs> not, not him as a person. Like, uh, no, he, no, he, he's good. He's good. Uh, I, yeah, I let's so, clarify that right now. A fox just attacked people. Uh, no, it's, uh, <laughs> uh, um, no, but he, I, I think that Cliff Kingsbury needs that. Uh, he's going to get more ballsy. Uh, I think that Cliff Kingsbury is a, a very talented offensive coach. Um, I, I think that he is going to realize that, hey, dude, if we're going to, if, we're, if I'm, I've got any chance to keep my job with an elite quarterback, I will say he's elite. I think Kyler Murray is elite. Um, just based off of elusiveness alone, um, I think that Kyler Murray is elite. And he's got a fucking arm, he's got a cannon. And he's that's one thing arm, that he has an arm. I don't. I don't know. I don't agree with that. I think he is one of the more accurate yeah, passers. Yeah, he is his spots most of the time. Yeah, I, I, I think he's a very accurate thrower. Um, he just has to scramble a lot, and that's just. Um, it's it's just part of the part of the the nature of the game. Um, they said the same thing about Michael Vick, by the way. Uh, Michael Vick obviously yeah. Michael Vick was more was of a runner. Six two. Well, no, and I know there's I know there's a difference. I mean, there's but he wasn't no oversized. I mean, I mean, I mean, would yeah, you compare, there, I mean, would you compare Lamar Jackson not, and Kyler Murray? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, they. I I would compare them. I I think that they are the same style of quarterback. Obviously, Lamar and, Jackson. And that's what has, I'm saying, though. But Lamar has Jackson height. has such an easier time throwing the ball, in my opinion. 
Uh, I don't I think he's like, as I, accurate I, I don't, as a I'm thrower. I'm short, dude. I'm like, I believe I'm like 5'9". I tell myself 5'10", when I'm talking to the ladies. <laughs> yeah. But, no, I'm 5'9", so I'm all about, you know, the short guy getting his, getting his shot, but... Um, yeah. I don't know. It, it kind of, I don't know. Kyler Murray just kind of showed that it doesn't really, it's not looking that good. I, I, I disagree. And I, and I, I, I respectfully disagree. I mean, I think that Kyler Murray is, is an elite talent. I think that, I mean, he's a second year quarterback. He's put up amazing numbers. He's broken records. He, no, I, I, no, I agree no, with you. No, I, hold on. Wait, wait, one second. I agree with you on the point. I totally agree with that. Disagree. I believe he is an elite Lucio. talent. I totally agree with that. I disrespectfully disagree with that statement. I thought, I thought, I was going to say, I thought that, that, that we were asking the Cardinal fan, Lucio. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it don't matter, but I disrespectfully disagree right, with that let, statement let about him breaking the right? right? No, that's hold on. Fine. I mean, no, let him say what he I wants mean, to say about Ron Rivera, and then we'll let you get back. <laughs> right. Right. Um, I mean, Lucio, you can disagree, and I don't want you to respond to this yet. You can after, but he has broken records. I mean, you have to look at it. He's broken records for the for the Arizona Cardinals, and that's that's that's, that's what you say. Though on. you don't say he's broken I, records. That I, implies I, league wide. He's broken five. Yes, yes, he does. does. He broke records. He broke records. That's all I said. I didn't say he broke records. When someone says they're breaking records, I'm thinking the league records. Like he broke the league. And then when I went to go look these records up. To just to it's just super, to look them up and be like these guys keep saying something about they breaking records. It's they super, break it, shit. Nothing it's super that funny matters. that I that because I totally said that he broke NFL records, right? I said he broke exactly. records. Exactly. So so no, just, but you just no, listen, no no no. You always emphasize You always emphasize in hockey. That you, oh, Holy he broke, shit. he broke a franchise record. He broke this franchise record. He broke, but you never do it with football, and that's why I don't like it. Because when you say uh, it in football, it infers that you're, that you're that you're throwing it for the league, and it's not true. No, and you no, guys want to build no, him up, no, and you want to build him up more than You want to build him up more than anything. You want to build him up no. more than what Lizio, he is. Lizio, hold on, hold on. Uh, bro, take he was rookie of the year. I mean, it's really hard to build him up. Offensive rookie of the year. Take, take well, it back, Lucio. 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 No, the defenseman won the, the rookie of the year. That Lucio. Oh, no, hey, buddy. What? Sorry. Lucio, take a back seat for a second because you know, <laughs> you know that I am one of the hardest people on every one of my teams. I know. And I said, I said he broke records. I am not one to pump Kyler Murray's tires. I have been extremely critical of, of a lot of his moves. So let's take it, let's take all a right, step right. back here. I, I, I said that he broke records. I did not say he broke NFL Kravis records. Says so? <laughs> no. Right. So, uh, so Lucio, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just want to finish my thought and then you can go on about how big Cam Newton's dick is. And then we'll go on from that. And then it still reaches to Carolina. By the way, uh, Jason Stidham's dick is bigger apparently because Cam Newton is crying on the sidelines. But anyway, <laughs> he is he's still gonna he's still gonna play. Sorry, uh, Patriots fan. And, and we'll and we'll leave it we'll we'll leave we'll leave that we'll leave it at that. But, but yeah, no, your thought Cam, was Cam Newton fan. Yeah. So uh, on a tangent, 
uh, unintentionally. Uh, I think Cliff Kingsbury is going to show more balls. I think Kyler Murray is pissed off. He does have that lingering shoulder injury. I think that's the reason why we've seen limited play. I'm not making excuses for him. I just think that it is something that is something that, or is something that's prominent. Sorry, I don't know why I'm stuttering here. Uh, Lucy got me all flustered. Um, yeah. What? Sorry, go ahead. We're we're having side chats that keep saying they think I farted. Oh. <laughs> okay, Lucio interrupts even when he doesn't mean to. <laughs> yeah, um, kind of just kind of. Hey, bro. Hey, we're working with the theme here today. All right. I'm so glad I'm remote. Holy shit, I know his farts. Um, but, I'm sitting next to him, unfortunately. But no, I was. No, I, 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 totally, I totally understand where you guys are coming from, man. And um, one one thing I really well, wanted to ask you about that, uh, continuing with Kyler Murray, um, what do you guys think about his attitude lately? Like, I mean, honest, uh, I honestly think attitude has a lot to do with affection in the locker room. It's kind of a workplace. And, um, I mean, he just – Kind of just seems like a little spoiled brat lately. What's going on? We'll see. Can I, I can I answer this first, Danny? This too. Hold on, wait, Lucio. I think Lucio. I do you want to hear this too? Do you, wait, right. you want to go first though? No, no, no. I want to hear. Oh, okay, so you're okay. gonna listen? I want to hear it because oh, okay. I, I have a specific <laughs> reason why I want to listen to this. All right, I, I want uh, I, uh, Kenny's. Kenny's on a roll. Let's go, Kenny. What you got? So I. This is gonna be controversial, Danny. You may not like this. I don't think that Kyler Murray. I think that Kyler Murray thinks that he may be bigger than the Cardinals. And I have this I have this lingering feeling in the back of my head that Kyler Murray is going to make future contract extensions extremely difficult for the Cardinals in in, in hopes of maybe reaching a bigger market. Sub question, and sub question, not, hold on wait, sub question. Will he be sure. a Cardinal in three years when his contract's up? I agree. I, I think he will. Yes, I think he will. Danny. I think, Danny, I, I, yes or no? Yes. Okay, continue. Continue again. Yeah, I, I think he will. I, I do see a little bit of attitude from him. I do see a little bit of, like, I don't want to say this because he's a kid, but I do see a little bit of arrogance, and I think it is something that every quarterback goes through because they are the face of the franchise, and Kyler Murray is an elite talent. Um, or potential elite talent, Lucio, sorry. Um, but no, it, it's something. I, I, I think potential elite talent. Yeah. yeah. I and, I mean, he, he's shown some flashes of brilliance. So I do worry a little bit. And I see that uh, I see DeAndre Hopkins and, and Kyler Murray uh, go head-to-head a lot. And um, it, it makes me worried a little bit. Uh, I, I think his attitude is something that can and will improve. Um and I would say for a majority of the year, he has acted like a true leader. Uh, but there are some times that I'm like, man, like pump the brakes. Like don't just dismiss a loss like he has recently. Like I'm not worried about it. The noise is always louder on the outside than it is on the inside. And I'm like, well, hold on. Like uh, the noise should be loud on the inside so- because this is, this is a, you have a, you have a top three receiver in the league. And you are a number one overall draft pick uh, on a team that has consistently failed year after year. The noise should fucking be loud inside, especially the fact that Larry Fitzgerald keeps lingering around in hopes of a Super Bowl 
because he he sees the potential in these people. So I would like to add still being productive. I would love to add that at the age of 37, that man is still being productive. All right. So, so yep, he's, he's got yeah, go I do have a sub question to that in the sense of you saying that he could he because he's young, he's he he'll grow out of it. But I feel like there's been mention in previous conversations around uh, the round table in previous outside conversations and previous discussions way back when that once you become once you're a professional, regardless of a win loss, whatever, you need to act professional, period. That you need to well, be in once you're there. I disagree. No, 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 no. I, I, no, be, I, be, I believe I believe people mature. Hold on. Hold on. No, no, no. So, exactly. yes, I believe that, too. But I remember having conversations specifically about talking about, you know, oh, no, that these quarter like you have to you have to act professional. Look what happens when so and so wins and so and so loses. They act professional. Even when they were first started in the league, they're still professional. They still didn't dismiss stuff and blah, blah, blah. I'm about, I'm about to get to it. And it's going to it's going to piss you guys off again because it's, it's about uh, Cam Newton. When Cam Newton lost the Super Bowl, y'all literally ate him alive. Saying that no, he had to be like this. He was a prof- he's a professional. He's been blah blah blah. This I and that. He could have fought, fought. because no. because how long was he doesn't in the matter. how long was he in the, in this in the NFL? It doesn't matter. Yes, yeah, it does no, no, matter. No, no, matter. This is what I'm trying matter. to say. This is what I'm trying to say. They told me that because there was other quarterbacks like Brady, like Roethlis, not Roth, uh, uh the guy that played after Favre, Rogers. Uh, Rogers, and that they've done it when they were young and when they lost their first Super Bowl, when they were young and they were still, they've been in the league less years and stuff like that, and they were like, no, they did it maturely, they did blah, 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 that they were in the years longer and they still lost. And it's like, that doesn't matter. It can be taught out of you. It was his first Super Bowl. Of course he's upset, this and that. So my point to what I'm saying is that that doesn't give an excuse to why well, what's your question though? No, no, it's and, and well, I feel well, like you said you had a sub question. What was your sub question? I was getting well, to it, but then, I, then you like, then I, oh, I you, said you the lost Cam, it. I said the Cam Newton thing, and then everyone's like, oh, well, no, God. it's well, yeah, because we just wanted the sub question, we don't want Cam. Newton. Well, the uh. well, the question was in related to the Cam Newton being okay. that you guys questioned Cam what's Newton a lot question? for what he did. It's like just because he was in the league a little bit longer, but yet you guys go on and say that because he's in the league, he should just still be professional and not be like that. And then he needs to not be that way because that's not a good look and that's not how professionals act. No, 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 no. That's not how leaders act. Okay. Either way then, because we're calling him a leader, why is is it acceptable for him to be Braddy and oh we can he can that's, learn out of it. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, wait a minute. Right. That, that's that's Why the question ex- that Kenny was answering. No, he he was yeah, he went, uh, uh, no, 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 hold on. At one point, at what point out of the last segment that we just talked about, did I make excuses for Kyler? I didn't, nobody did. Nobody did. We just and said, we just said, we just said, we just said, we just said that he was entitled. We just said that, we just said that we're getting a vibe of entitlement. And I said that to you about Cam Newton. I said that I said that about any athlete That's true. That, that that takes advantage of the position that they're in. So there was. I'm still searching for the question mark. What's the question? Because I, I right, wait, the question so mark you've out. eaten up like 20 minutes of. The question is because yeah, gotta, that whole segment, that whole thing, what. Never got said that you guys are just saying like, oh, you know, he can learn out of it. He can. He's gonna grow out of it. Yeah. Why is it? That he has to grow out of it. Why can't? Why shouldn't he 
because you guys are saying he can grow out of it. Why shouldn't he be held to the same standards you've held other quarterbacks to in the sense of they have to be professional from the beginning once they get there? There's no... And because that's I what we said, we I don't think anybody, that's what was said, said before. Said We've that? had conversations about this a long time about, ago. I, not I, you, okay, not okay, you. Good. We've had conversations about this long before this, and it, that's why it, it, it gets me that they're all that they're and, saying and, that and, and, it and, can and, be and learned. If that's, that he if that's can where be you're going, I agree. I agree with you. I agree with you. I believe that. Yes, I, I, it's it's understandable to be bratty. I wanted to hear these guys' perspective. For sure, for sure. I'll give my answer, and then I'll let them continue. I agree that in the beginning, it's understandable to be bratty because everybody has to mature. Mind you, these kids are like 20, 21, 22 years old. Yeah. If you know, right. if they're not leaders off top, it's not. It's it's okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. And I don't know about the conversations y'all had about it, but I I think, in my opinion, that yeah, I mean, if you're not a leader off top, it's okay. But at one yeah. at some point, they're gonna look at you. And expect something. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it's easier for a team to have that from day one than it is to grow into it. So, uh, and Kenny, go ahead, continue your thought. I apologize. I apologize. No, you're good, brother. You, you're good. You're good. And Danny, I'll, I'll I'll say something under 20 seconds. I want you to be able to answer because I know that we're wrapping time here. But um, I. I think that the conversations we had prior, and, and I'm happy to go back and listen to podcasts, were before the attitude issues were prominent. We were basing that off of his play. And yes. I feel like every quarterback, every quarterback at a young age should be given a grace period for their play because they are coming from college, a completely different completely different league, as we, as we see. Like, like at Matt Langer, for example, they, you need to – allow a quarterback to grow and learn from their mistakes. So I don't think there was ever a question before about, or, or ever, or ever an argument of like, Oh, Kyler Murray has an attitude, but it's okay. Cause he's young. That's never been a thing to what Jeremy's point is, is like at one point they're going to be looking at you like, Hey, what the fuck? And, and we've reached that point. And, and that's why we're talking about it. And I don't think, I don't think that anybody would disagree and I don't, and maybe Danny does, but I don't think anybody would disagree that like, we need to look at Kyler Murray and be like, Hey, it should be a fucking problem. So it what you're saying is like, issue. he's, um, he, he's past his grace period already. Like we gave you your time to throw your fits and, and it's now, it, now it. yeah, it's time to grow up. It's we need, to, we need you yeah. to grow up is what you're saying. Is that what you're saying as a Cardinals fan? Kind of. I don't think he throws fits. I just think he's too dismissive. I haven't seen a fit. Well, he's kind of yet. very disrespectful to the media. I've noticed. Yeah, yeah and that's why. Oh, well, the last the, um, he in losses. I want to say he's disrespectful to yeah. the media. Danny, and, what, what do you what, what do you think? I, I don't. I don't think disrespectful is the right word. I think. Um, I think Kenny been, said it right. Kenny, uh, dismissive. Dismissive, yeah. yeah. He's, he's dismissive. Short. He's been shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a double entendre. He's short. And he's short. <laughs> you said the thing. Uh, Lucio. Uh, I don't get the joke. Lu- Lu- Lucio is good for like 30 seconds of brilliance on each podcast. Hey, hey you know what, though? Isn't it gold, though? <laughs> it is amazing. I fucking love Lucio. But go ahead, Danny. We, we've, we've talked over you the entire time. Danny, go ahead. Sorry, bud. All right, uh, so for I'll just start from the beginning. For me, Kyler Murray, along with all these other first-year quarterbacks that get drafted in the first round, they're kids. They are kids that are being brought into a man's league, 
And that is why I, I've butted head with each of you off air with a lot of things. And one of them has been the the rule that you don't have to stay longer in college football. In college sports in general, I feel like there should be like if you go into college sports, you need to stay there for three years with, before you get eligible to be drafted. And yes, I have butted heads. Yes, I, I see you looking at me. <laughs> but... I feel like that's the best way to get the most mature, mature people into professional leagues as we can, because nowadays all of these first first round uh, first round draft picks that we get in any sport in any team, you get that whole thing with well they got to mature. Like you have to give them time to adjust to the game. You have to give them time to grow up and be a person. Well, that all should be happening while they're in college. Kyler Murray is a kid that when he grew up and joined his first flag football touch league at five years old, all the way to when he led his high school to various consecutive state uh, championships. To be fair, to though. being hang on, on to winning, to winning cups, to winning bowls in college. This is a kid who never, never lost. Never lost. He's been undefeated. Never lost a football game in undefeated his life. Undefeated until, well, it was college, though, right? He was then college. He, yeah, he, he lost, lost in college. He, yeah, but, uh, until, uh, one game, though. Throughout, one game. throughout that entire thing, you're saying, you're looking at all this, that this kid has never lost a game in his life. Yeah. So, of I, no, course, you. once you get to the big time, once you get to, yeah. you know, national stage where people looking at you at college and losing your first game, it sucks, and you don't know how to deal with it. Fast forward a few months later, you're in the fucking NFL. You're losing left and right. And yeah, you go to a team that drafted you after having a three-win season. So, of course, it's going to be bad. And you have to deal with the pressure of being the number one pick overall. Number one pick general. Like, people always say, oh, first-round pick, for second-round pick, whatever. No, just no, the number. This guy, is the, the number, number one, one pick overall. To have to deal on a national stage of being a loser. And you think a 20-something-year-old is going to take that? You you think they're going to take that good? Hey. You think they're going to be able to do it? Like, I, no. I, I so, so. All, all this, he has the talent, and I, I believe he has the coachability. He is having trouble adjusting to it, but he has the coachability to be able to be taught, hey, we are going to lose a few games, and this is how you can improve and having people like Larry Fitzgerald, who is probably the best coach in the NFL, who is not a coach. And DeAndre Hopkins, who has been one of the best wide receivers in the game without being on a winning football team. So he knows how it is to be a star and be a loser at the same time. I think Kyle Murray is going to grow to be a multiple-time MVP. You know what they say is, um, you know, act like you've been there before. And yep. um, and how can Kyler he? Murray has never lost? Yeah, so how can he, he he doesn't know how to act. That's true. And Great you know what? I understand that, but it's not okay to throw fit. It's not okay to be disrespectful to yeah to be dismissive. And no, no, I I know you guys see the dismissive. I see it as disrespectful. And I wanna I wanna go ahead and, and go a little off topic real quick and throw this out here. Kyrie Irving the other day got fined twenty thousand dollars for not speaking to the media. His response to that was by going on his own social media page and saying that I don't speak to pawns. Yeah. You mean the people who make you famous? 
You mean the people who plaster your face and 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 and, and give you the the camera time? Right. And I think it's very disrespectful to disrespect someone's occupation just because they're not doing what you're doing. What you, know what you want them and, to do. And, and you know what I'm saying? It, when Kyler Murray lost the first time, I totally understood why he got upset. But, I mean, I don't – the other day with the 19-second pause, we all know that one, and then the laugh, I think it was last week. Was it last week where, you know, the guy asked him the question about routes and he said <laughs> – that's that's I mean, Can't bro, that, that too. you're a fucking professional, bro. Exactly. You're a fucking professional. I, I, you yeah, act yeah. like one. Yeah, yes. If I came to this podcast, never mind. That's not that. These are these are fucking kids that are being put on. That there. doesn't make it okay, bro. If you're a kid and you work at McDonald's and you walk in McDonald's smoking weed and you know what I'm saying, like you fucking hit a bump at the register and shit like that. Oh well, he's a kid. Yeah, we just let it slide. What do you think, Kenny? I I mean, it's it's something that I uh, I see Danny's point, but I also the realist in me. I I agree. I mean, I think that the grace period is over for dismissing things because you are a a national talent and been proven since you were yeah. fucking. Yeah, just because you know, you're young, I, I feel like that grace period is all. Like, I mean, he's lost enough. Like you said, yeah. they won five games last season. So that, you know what I'm saying? He's lost 11 games last season. And then this season, I mean, what you know, I mean, it, I, I, go ahead, Kenny. Keep going. No, you're good. I, I agree with you. I, I, I can see your point as I, how you see it disrespectful. Um, I, I do see it more dismissive than disrespectful. I think that it's something that he is just trying to uh, inject confidence into his team. Um but at the same time, you need to be a, a man about about your your downfalls. And um, I think something that could be in the back of Kyler's mind that he will never address publicly is play calling. And at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. And maybe he feels that if he was calling the plays, good. that he would be it would be a little bit better. But at the same time, like um, that's not an excuse, man. Like we you don't have to all want that. Right, right. We all happen. don't want yeah. that. We don't we want don't. him to do that. And the thing is, too, I, I, I'd like right. to see with Kyler Murray too. I want him. I like. I would like to see him take a lot more ownership of the losses. In the I agree. Of being like, hey, I know we lost. I have to be better. The team has to has to do better. We all have to collectively be better. Let's do this. You know. So, so I agree. So it's like exactly. It's one of those things where I'm like, I tell people all the time, when you're when you're a when you're a, a professional. And you lose, you got to take the L's just as much as you got to take the, the W's. And when you lose, the biggest thing you can do to boost confidence in the locker room, to boost confidence with the coaching staff, to boost confidence with everybody, is taking your L's and, ex- and, All right, now, and Lucio, accepting those L's. Here's the thing. I knew you when you were 21, 22, 22 yeah. years old. How did you take L's? I took them terribly, but I wasn't on an interview. Well, that's the but thing. I, like, I took respons- you're still a fucking kid. It doesn't matter. That's not the like, point. The point. So it's, you're saying so, if, if you so were wait, being, wait, are you not getting a camera them? in front of you, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have been like been all salty. And you I would have been salty, but I would have been like, you know what? It's like we lost the game. I have to be better. I have to take res- I take responsibility for the loss. We can we can all say that. We can all say that. I know damn well. I remember. I I played I played baseball for eight years of my life. That was that's why I am on the show. I mean, Those are that's that's my experience. And years. dude, I'm not gonna lie, dude. 
I was a terrible loser. I remember one time I got suspended from a game, dude, because I struck out. And, dude, I threw my helmet. I was pissed. I was super pissed. Dude, I'm not a great loser, but you know what? When I, um, uh, you know, I, like I said, I played eight years. I've, I learned to take a loss, and so, I've learned to be respectful about but it. But that's the point, though, And too. that's what we're we're, saying. we're talking about a player. Kyler Murray doesn't lose. He does, But he also was glorified at the young age because when you play in some place like Allen, Texas, where your stadium is bigger than some fucking colleges and they have better facilities, yeah, you're going to be interviewed a lot that's as a winner, point. right? They, and, and then you go to college, point. and then you're still winning. You lose one game. That you really don't make a big deal about it because it's one fucking game. Game, then you go into the NFL, start getting your ass kicked. I don't care. You've been in the spotlight. You should know right, how to but, be. Right, you should know. know but no, 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 no. How, how do you handle a loss? You, do, you, you do not. You do not get interviewed by you know Fox Sports. You don't get interviewed by ESPN. You get interviewed by this local no, community. No, 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 no. Hold on, wait, hold on, wait, wait. Texas. Here's the thing, though. If you do a bad interview, if you do a bad take, they just don't use it because they know they're gonna get more next week. Hey, he does not Texas get the football. Texas football is a totally different thing, bro. I think, I think, I think, I don't, I, bro, Texas football, bro, they'll eat you alive on one game. All two and a half listeners right now would agree. (laughs) I'm telling you right now, Texas football is a totally different thing. Kenny, what's your take, bro? I mean, (laughs) it's it's tough, man. Because I agree, Texas football is a completely different thing. Well, I mean, what do you what do you think? I mean, I mean, you, I like right. His 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 grace period is done, right? Like, I mean, he needs to. Yeah, right? As and a, it doesn't matter a, how old you are. As an, un, as an unbiased matter. fan, as an unbiased fan who, who, who prides himself on being real with, with every team, and I'm not saying, Danny, that you aren't. I know you are. I'm saying that I expect more accountability from Kyler Murray, and that's it. And, well, you know what? I, 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 I kind of disagree with Danny. You know, you're my boy, and I love you, but I think – I think age doesn't matter. I think experience matters because I will go ahead and I, you know, I'm ready to talk about the NBA and I'm ready to talk about Eagles, but I'm gonna go and throw. Luka Doncic is the perfect fucking example of age does not matter. Right. Experience yeah. over anything, bro. Experience over everything. Okay. And okay. That's what right, I got. Right. We will get into that, but was Kyler Murray playing with NFL players? Was. Yeah, he was. He was in college playing with NFL players. I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of those guys he played with got drafted. No, they did later on. So did Luka he was, later on. Luka was playing with guys in their prime. Yeah, but they, were they in the NBA? A step below. Ah, oh, a step what's, below. what's college? Huh? What's college before football? Is it a step below? Yeah, there you go. Oh, thank One, you. So, hey, 100, hey, I okay, needed okay. that. Thank but you so much. It, I needed that, bro. <laughs> Was it a league of a step below players? Uh, the what? Was it a whole league of them, or did he play a couple of? First of all, where I, did he look, play? I, I kind of think. Look, all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, Kyler Murray needs to get us together, right? I think that's. I think that's where you know, we're like, all going with. I, 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 I think, I, I think I'll, at, I'll at the end of that. the day, I think that's where we're all going with together. I think. Um, Agreed. Yeah, no, I think he is. I think we all think he's highly talented. Future but, MVP. Um, I mean, man, he he's he's he needs to get it together, and I think this is where we differ. He, you he, think because he's young, it's okay. We think it's time it's it's time to get it together. No, it is, it is time, Once and it's gonna be it's NFL. gonna be a huge difference right now. Because last few games, like I said, for my prediction to come true, both of them, first of all, because at the very beginning, I made a prediction: Cardinals would go ten and six. Terrible prediction. It could still happen. 
And I said uh, uh, last week, I said they need to go four and one. What's your last? What's your last four game? I, we we you said this early. That's what I'm saying. So four and one. You lost. You lost to St. Louis, so that was the one. What's the four games you got coming up? You got Giants. You got Philly. You got the first of all. Okay, yes, the 49ers. 49ers, and then. I thought Saint, Giants, and I thought. I and thought, then St. Louis again, right? St. Louis, Los Angeles. You're talking about L.A. I keep, who, I keep saying St. Louis. Like, Rams, you keep on saying, yes, but that's where I was getting at. I, I said I, they needed do to Do they go, play the Redskins? <laughs> uh, sorry, all right, go ahead. I said that they needed to go 4-1 and one with one of the losses being to the Rams. I thought it would be the last game of the season. It wasn't. They lost to the Rams. So right now, they need to win out. They need to win those last four games. So you got two division which, games and then two games against the NFC East. Yes. With the NFC East, they're like a given that they have to win. Have to. Like, there's no excuse. Cool. So um, All right. So Kenny has to jump off. So we got to get. I just want to know, Kenny, last question before you go. Quick question. Uh, who do you think is yep. going to win uh, Cardinals versus whoever they play? Cardinals. I don't think the Giants are ready for the Cardinals' offense. They're about to explode because they're pissed off. So, All right, buddy. Um, I, I appreciate I appreciate the Giants this year. I think they're they're an underrated team. I like Danny Dimes, but I, I think the Cardinals got this. They have to. All right, bud. I know you got to go. Hey, hey, yeah, hey, guys. It was a pleasure. I know that this is this is a, a good listen to it because I, I think we had some heated debates here and. Jeremy, it was a pleasure having you. I hope that you come on more, man. I think that uh, you've probably been one of our most energetic, if not the most energetic guests, and <laughs> and and and, uh, and I and I appreciate that. I think it brings a, a good light to it. So, man, I I hope that you uh, you join us more often. And uh, I uh, appreciate you guys, and uh, I uh, look forward to seeing you guys soon. All right. Hey, man. Nice talking to you, man. Nice I just talk. came Love for the man. free beer, man. You have a good one. <laughs> Likewise, brother. I love you guys. Bye. So after the Giants, I believe you guys got um, my Eagles. That's where really I wanted to get into it with you guys. All right, let's yeah. Go. So basically, um, I don't think I don't think you guys are gonna be ready for it. I I honestly think that um, if you guys don't beat the Giants, I don't think you're gonna. I think we'll be able to sneak a win away from you guys. All right, right. So. It, it all depends it, like, on what. Hold on. It all okay. depends on what my boy Jalen Hurts does next week. I mean, I'm 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 an Eagles fan, and I'm very realistic. We're terrible this season. Okay. Um, if anybody has coaching issues more than the Cardinals, it's the Eagles right now. Because I will I agree mean, with that. Yeah, my coach is just terrible with his play calling with everything. But I feel like we have a solid team, and seeing what we do this week. Uh, Yeah, we got somebody. Uh, seeing what we do this week. Oh, shit. We got the Saints. No, the Seahawks. No, you have the Saints. See, the Saints, right? Yeah. yeah, we got the fucking Saints. Seeing what we do against the Saints, uh, we got Taysom Hill. So, I mean, I, I honestly don't think that guy's a good quarterback. But I think they have a way better coach than what we got. It's not just the coaching staff with the Saints. I've said this before because Teddy Chitwaters from this was came from the Saints, <laughs> and he played five games. And I was like, oh my god, was it five or seven? Was five five games. games. But he went five and zero oh, though. This is where my point nah, is coming. Okay, go ahead. It's not the quarterback because the quarterback can be shit. 
But when you have an offensive line that gives you at least 10 seconds almost, five seconds to be realistic, to throw the football, and you actually have offensive weapons, yep. of course you're going to look fucking fantastic. Plus the play calling that's fucking elite, that's been in a system that has won I respect for years. this guy. I respect this guy for everything he, that he's done for my organization. But, um, yeah, no, Nick Foles is the perfect example of that. Nick Foles was uh, – everybody says it all the time. He's a system quarterback. We gave him the tools around him. All he had to do, you was, know what I'm saying, was, was just, hey, do this right here. You know what I'm saying? He's never done nothing out of the ordinary, out of the pocket. You know what I'm saying? Like everything that he's done was designed for him to do, even the Philly special. Everybody knows the Philly special. That was designed. It was worked on. It was practiced. It was executed correctly. And that's what I'm saying. That's all he had to do. So he, he know, all he had to do is – Put the ball where the person was supposed to be. It was mostly on the team exactly. to be where they were supposed to be. Exactly. You know and, and that's the same scenario with Tyson Hill. And we can see it with yeah. Teddy Bridgewater, how he's not performing well in Carolina. Yeah. He's throwing out numbers, but he's not actually executing so the, the important plays of making touchdowns. So hopefully, um, I mean, like I said, we're starting uh, Jalen Hurts. I was a big fan of it. Mm-hmm. The, the main reason I was is I'm not giving up on Carson Wentz. We yeah. paid him a big money. He's a great quarterback. But right now, I feel like the Eagles need to get younger. I feel like the Eagles need a little uh, – we just need to get healthier. And a little fire under someone's Yeah, we need, we, need, we need some fire. You know what I'm saying? I really feel like the play calling is really off, and I don't think Carson Wentz is going to get better in the last three to four games. So let's go ahead and bench him, see what this kid got. The worst thing that happens is that, you know, he becomes trade value. So let's go ahead and see what he got, man. And, and also- um, it all is going to depend on what we do against the Saints – that's going to determine, you know, what happens against the Cardinals. What do you guys think you got to do against us to go ahead and uh, get it done? All right. For the first thing that I'm, I'm going to address is that you said, how are they going to face them if they lose against the Giants? And so that is a completely different scenario. That's exactly. That's, that's so that, that, let's start off with that. That let's was my thing. So, like, first we one, both got games. Yep. So, 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 like, if they lose against the Giants, then red, heads got to roll. Like, I'm sorry. But no, uh, Gonzalez is not hurt. Uh, you know, Cliff is not, you know, aspiring, whatever. He's not. Kyler Murray doesn't have maturity beyond say none, none of this is true. If they lose against the Giants, somebody's head got to roll. And that's just the way it is. So we need to we need to take care of business first because I honestly think as not only a analyst of what the Cardinals have been doing, but as a fan of NFL football, you as the Cardinals cannot lose to the Giants. It just can't. Like, this is a given. You have to win this game because you have the pieces to do so. Not No disrespect to any Giants fans out there and not saying that Giants don't have a decent team, but the tools, you expect that, to win this game. The, the tools that you have been given to enter this game should be sufficient in order for you to defeat this team. All right, so there's no chance in my mind as you a fan feel like you're better than the Giants. Yes, Cardinals are 100 percent better than the Giants, and they need to win this game. That's all on paper, and I know that football is played on the field, not on paper. Anything can happen, but you should defeat. Uh, you should defeat them. You should win this game. Now, moving on from that, having won that game, going into the Eagles, same thing. You got to take care of business. That's just it. This is an Eagles team what, that is. What, what, what like, do you mean like, take care of business? Like, like specifically, what at what what facets of the game do you feel like is going to beat us? It's because right now, like you said, the Eagles they're experimenting. 
And that's just because you, they know that they're not a playoff team. And that's one thing I was trying to tell you because yeah. you don't even know if, like, who knows what happens this week. Next week you might It might play be Wentz. completely different. You yeah. might be hurt. But, all right, so you expect to beat the Giants. How? What, what facets of the game is going to help you beat the Giants the most? Like, what do you want to see more it of? It does all have to be Kyle Murray's running. His running that, game? That is the, the running game of Kyle Murray because that is what made him a threat. Because having a short quarterback is not beneficial to any team unless you can bring something else to it. And, yes, that was the running factor. That's what defenses were afraid of. But once they know if Kyle Murray's not running, he ain't throwing it either. That is what makes, you know, D-Hop ineffective. Apart from, yes, I've seen the graphic, and I know that he doesn't run the best routes under Cliff Kingsbury, but it doesn't make him effective. Isabella, he drops half the pass, but he's the fastest guy in the NFL, I think, in my opinion. So if he were to get some, then I would open up for him too. We've seen the tight end position open up under the Cardinals, which is something we haven't seen in several years before. But unless... Colin Murray can start the run game and help out his running backs into doing so. The the passing game is completely irrelevant. What do you think, Lucio? So, I'm gonna go first with the Cardinals. If no, the, no, 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 go with go with the Cardinals versus Giants game. What do you that's think? That's what I'm saying. With yeah, the yeah, Cardinals, yeah. I'm gonna go first with like talking about the Cardinals. So, if the Cardinals, the Cardinals do have the majority of the weapons to take out the Giants. The Giants, though, also have been surprisingly consistent the last few games. So being consistent does play a big part um, where Arizona's coming off losses that they're very hungry. Um, The Giants are coming off a a win, right? A couple wins in a row. They actually, I believe they have three. I think they're five and seven right now. Yeah, right? but like they've had a few in a row. Oh yeah, right, I think recently. they're like three, three games in a row. So like three that. games. Yeah. So where Cardinals without a without Daniel Jones, so, they actually had a Col- Colt McCoy won last week's game. So the point that I'm making is that you got the Giants who are playing the, have been playing their last few games consistently well, and they've they've done the job they needed to do as a team together. The Cardinals have lost their last few, their last three games, in very harsh fashion because they've won either by barely losing or they've won by like a, a kick or something like that. So they're they're coming off very hungry. They're coming off tired of losing, and they're coming against a team that has just team wise the last few weeks been playing consistently. The Cardinals do have a little bit more of the weapons in the sense, like you like he said, he has the weapons. It's just a matter of. How you use done. them. Exactly. If he, if Clint Skimber, if Kingsbury keeps putting out crappy play calling, the Cardinals are going to have a hard time moving the ball up and down the field. And especially if they if especially if he ha- makes bad play calls in the red zone, because we've seen it happen where he they are at the red zone and they can't score. Well, the, the most thing that has been said on Cardinals groups on social media has been that. Cliff just needs to get an offensive corner. Yeah. Bro, I honestly He does. That is one thing I wanted to bring to you guys' attention of what do you what do, what do you guys think about that? I'll be off. Uh, about it. a about a veteran offensive coordinator is what oh. they want to bring. But one thing that was said on sports radio is bringing in a veteran head coach and then demoting yourself 
to offensive coordinator. No, I would prefer a, a veteran. I'm not a Cardinals fan, but in that situation, if it was me, I'm a Cardinals fan. I'm not gonna lie. I've I lived prefer, out here long enough. I'm a Cardinals fan. I'm just a I'm Eagles fan through and through. Yeah. You know so I I would prefer a veteran because if we're gonna go with Keith Barry being the future coach of this team of like yeah, he's the guy. Yep, that's so, the guy. It's it's a bad look to push him down and then to re-promote him if you have to later. Yeah. But so I would prefer them get a veteran uh, offensive coordinator to then kind of direct Kingsbury in a more yes. natural, like, hey, look, I get that you want to run this play, but statistically it hasn't worked for us the yeah, last like, couple hey, games. I, I've been there before. Especially with this kind of defense. Living in Arizona, you you watch a lot of Arizona games, right? I've Yeah, I have to. One word. What is the no? Not one. We're just one. One for it. What do you want to see Arizona Cardinals improve the most? The run game. I want a strong. Like they have. Damn the it! Two, you took my answer. They have a. They have a. They have a. A, a strong run game in the sense of not strong, but no, they, they're strong. Well, I mean, I mean Kenyon no, Drake and Chase say, Edmonds. What I think are to say, great. Though, is is they have a strong game, but like the thing is, they need to utilize that that game better. And the thing that's worked for pe- people like uh, Jackson and, and that's what I was going to say. Cam Newton yeah. and things like that is that they utilize the quarterbacks for plays specifically designed for them to use, yeah. not not scrambles, play run plays for the quarterback that are meant for them to run for them. And I had brought up Lamar Jackson earlier to like see, and, and honestly, bro, they are one of the most. Uh, they have like most rushing yards in in you know, and and, you know, and that's the thing. Where also, like, you, you, you got to think about it. The reason why Russell West, Russell, uh, Russell, West, uh, Russell Winston, Wilson, Jesus Christ, Winston? Winston? Russell, Russell Winston. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I say his name, I want to say Westbrook. Uh, Russell Wilson, it doesn't run, like, there's not a lot of plays specifically for him to run. A lot of the plays tend to be just like, you know, throwing plays, but it's because he has the weapons and he also has an experienced O line where he has time to sit in the pocket. But we all seen what he can do when it breaks down. He takes off running and he makes smart decisions because he, he also runs out. And I think that's the other problem with Kyler. He doesn't know how to throw the ball out yeah. when he's running. Sometimes he'll prefer to go for the bomb, he which that bomb could have been a bad play. That Harold Murray could have been a terrible because he threw it to a three, a person that was. Guarded I would by three never pepper. ever. No, 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 no. The Harold Murray. No, 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 bro, bro. That's you what can't, you have bro, to do. That's all he had. No, no, no. That's all he had. And yes, in the situation he was in, because of the fact that it was yeah, exactly. the running no, time. No, no, if, if, if it was like it wasn't a normal it was game. Second and like, fifteen. Yeah. With like, if you still with, had like two, like two minutes two, left, yeah. and you threw that. But no, that it, throw right there was that good. throw was yeah, good. Yeah, but yeah, what I'm saying yeah. is that Russell West, uh, Russell Wilson. God damn it! I always want to say Westbrook. When Russell Wilson plays, you know he he makes smart decisions, and they, it's different quarterbacks, different right, situations. Right, yeah. But, but the strong right. game, they need to they need to they work need to on the run by making more play calls for the run making it so that so that they're running the ball and then all of a sudden they switch yeah. to a throw play that catches the offense off side, off guard yeah. the defense off guard because you can have three uh, uh, wide outs and yeah. still have a run play run that same play like two plays later after you get the first down or something and they think oh it's another run and next thing you know you have fucking D hop running out you have fucking uh, the slot with with uh, with uh, and uh, that's where I was gonna go like you know, uh, you said the run game, and like I said, that was my answer. But as I thought about it, I got another one. One thing I would like to see more is uh, uh, DeAndre Hop on the deep route. Um, yes. You know what? You go ahead and throw out the uh, the run game. But you know what? Having Christian Kirk, Andy Isabella, 
Uh, obviously, Eric Fitzgerald is not a big deep route guy, but I would like to see more deep routes for those three receivers, just for the receivers in general, because just, they're throwing button hooks. They're uh, going five yards out. They're going eight yards out, seven yards out, ten yards and, out. They're not really throwing any deep balls. So, I mean, the last deep ball they had was with Dan Arnold. I believe it was like a 30-yard pass. Mm-hmm. And then he, he – I, I Well, it was a 34-yard yards after catch for him. And that was another thing, too like to see a lot of yards have to catch with the receivers. So that's where I'm at with that. You want to see the run game. I want to see the receiving game. Danny, what you think? I think it's a combination of both a little bit because my main thing has been the run game, but specifically Kyle Murray's run game. And that is, that is I will die on this hill 100%. So you want more rushing yards from Murray? I want more, yes, because he – he does give that that uh that great passing game. He's very accurate, unlike what well, like now do you want more more designed run plays for Murray or do you want like better decision scrambling making by Murray? I want both because the design plays are good because you know exactly what you're gonna do, but I think the biggest surprises come from the plays that where he has to scramble and ever since his injury we have not seen that Kyle Murray that is willing to go outside and try to get, you know, you, those big 15, 20-yard plays. I have a question plays, about that. Did he get injured running? He got injured oh, yeah, running the, the after, after, he got, after he got tackled out of bounds. After after, after he, he tried to run, right? Yes. Because he was scrambling. Yeah. This is the, uh, this is where I, where I get with you. Yes, the, a lot of the plays that have emerged from Kyler Murray that have been, like, spectacular have been off the scramble. The problem with that, though, is that you have a higher risk of injury because you're not preparing yourself for a run until you start running. And then the offense that's supposed to be protecting you doesn't know, like, what they're supposed to be doing at that moment. You're scrambling. If I'm I'm absolutely with you that Kyler Murray should run more in the run game. They should utilize his speed a lot more because motherfuckers quick as a fucking cat do books down the field like no one's business. But... If they have designed plays for him, at least you have some protection from the offensive line guiding him to a specific spot where it may be a little bit easier for him to cover up. But he at least he knows he's running compared to when he has to scramble. He was set for a throw play, a, a, a pass play, and then he ends up going for a run. So I, I think that in some respects, yes, the best plays, but also the fact that he's hurt was because of those same plays that he tries to do spectacularly well that's i mean bro but that's what he's made his living off he's always been a running quarterback that, that, running is different I mean, than right. scrambling like, uh, no, no, no. but no, no no you cannot tell me that most of russell wilson's plays does not come off scrambles they do no 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 but but, but you know what though one thing i did learn about russell wilson as, as watching a lot of his plays are designed for him to roll out <laughs> And that's one thing that Kyler Murray has a problem. Kyler Murray stays in the pocket, and he's just too tiny for the fucking pocket, man. I, I honestly think I would like to see a lot more RPOs with, with the and Cardinals. Then, a lot of a lot of deep ball RP. Like if you, I mean, if you're gonna have Andy Isabella, Christian Kirk, and uh, DeAndre Hopkins, fucking use them. And I mean, Christian Kirk, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, uh, Christian Kirk, and uh, Andy Isabella, they can go ahead for the deep route. Slant by Hopkins. I mean, there's so many things that you can utilize in your offense, and I, I would. I, like, I completely that's agree where with I that. Want. No, I completely agree with that. And coming out, even his rookie year when he came out, 
the RPO was the most talked about thing because that's 100% Cardinals are going to be running RPOs. And I think because it was so covered by, you know, all sports radios all around the league that this was going to be the number one thing for the Cardinals. Having a first-year head coach hear all that, he's like, hey, man, maybe we need to try something else and not rely on this because this is what they're expecting us to do, you know? It becomes one of those, like, even cartoonish things. That's what like, I kind of like, like. That's what I was saying. But as a first-year head coach, first time in the NFL, like, you you need to prove something. Yeah, no, nah, he kind of he dropped the ball on that one because just because we were expecting doesn't mean, I mean. I agree yeah. with you, but, like, tell that to this guy. Like, I, I want to come. He is a kid amongst other head coaches. Well, you know? there's, been, there's been wide receivers who be like, hey, bro, I'm running a slant. And he'll still catch the ball. Yeah. And, I mean. Uh, Tyreek Hill. Hey, what do you think about Tyreek Hill? Fastest fucking receiver. Fastest, fastest player in the league right now. Uh, uh, they hey, call hey, him the I will, cheetah. I will say. They call him the cheetah. Hey, top yeah. receiver in the NFL oh, right absolutely. now. Absolutely. Right? Top and receiver. And the reason why, because he he has the tools to Bro, do that. he's great. Not only is he fast, though, people just think. That he's fast. No, bro, he's an incredible he route runner. Yeah. He has great hands. Motherfucker. And I then mean, he his has, move, I mean, he's not really a physical guy, but he has moves, though. He does. And, and, and because he's, he's so fast, he yeah. can cut, cut, go. Yeah. And the thing is, who does he have? He has arguably the best quarterback in the NFL. I mean, hey, honestly, to be one, I mean, the way this kid's playing. Tyreek or? No, no, the other guy. Pat? Yeah, bro, one of maybe one of the best quarterbacks ever going on in history. Yeah, so absolutely. He will, but we have to wait amazing. and see. Yeah, that's it what has, I said. That's what I said. Give him time. Give him time. Give him but time. I don't like. I don't good. like when people do throw the whole. He's the greatest of all time with the statistics, bro. That statistic can like end he tomorrow. Could be. Yeah. That's, that's, what, that's one thing I like. That's, that's why. That's, I that's why I said arguably. Arguably. That's why I said. I saw Cars three. He beat that new car. But but that's what I'm saying though. It literally makes me mad when people be like, oh, he's the greatest. He's gonna, no, he, It's already projected. Good, I was like, projected doesn't mean shit. If yeah. this fool gets his fucking knee blown out, look what happened to fucking Bo Jackson. And that's Bo why Jackson was one of the, the time, best bro, fucking... Look what happened to people that all the time. RG3. RG3. RG3 is, is Andrew Luck. It happens, man. Yeah. It happens. And let's be honest, I think Andrew Luck... Had a super high ceiling and was smart. He was he was super intelligent, bro. Yeah, he's smart. I mean, the NFL, like us as fans, lost missing him play. Yeah, but he did not. That I'm saying it's, that wasn't so much that he didn't tap into that potential, but not smart enough, huh? Right? <laughs> he's not playing anymore. Oh no, he's not playing for his own reason. He, that, 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 that was to that's me, what I'm saying. That or was hey, a smart move. Hey, hey, smarter he, than a fox, right? He had you know he, he had he enough money up. to retire, so like, that was hey. a smart. Well, move. mind you, when you're the first pick, I think you, I think it's like what thirteen mil off top or something. Or was Fucking he the crazy so, like, number? That, yeah, yeah, he was yeah. second picker. Third, he was second. It was, was RG three and Andrew Luck, right? No, first of all, Andrew in his draft he was the first overall pick. Yeah, yeah see, it was he was he was number yeah. one overall. So I mean, no, he was set with money, but he was smart because he had gotten injured a couple times, and he's all no, like, he knew, he saw what I mean. He had but a no, neck no, injury, he, bro. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. He got injured yeah. a couple times, so he saw and then he saw like you know what people quit. go oh, through. And then also he's like, why am I going to put myself through all this work to get back to a position to then potentially again get, get injured yeah, exactly. and then have to sit out again? And, and that's why I think everything. Alex Smith is the fucking comeback player of the year. Well, that was dotted as soon as he put on a uniform. Yeah, but he that just beat the undefeated Steelers last night. Right. I mean, and we went fun. through all this, and we and we skipped the the we we wrote him off. We said he, it, I said it was going to be the Ravens to beat him if Lamar Jackson was playing, which I still believe. If Lamar Jackson would have been, and playing, I said it was going to be the Bills. Gonna, 
And no, then not the Bills. No, no, we the agreed Browns. on the Bills after that. After that, we said if if Lamar Jackson's not playing, then if they win, they're gonna go ahead, and then it's gonna be the Bills that that just could take them out. So we did not take into account the team. Yeah. So. I, was, I mean, <laughs> so, yeah. shit. All I know is that uh, this was a damn awesome show today. Thank you, you guys. It was all right. Damn. Fuck, dude, kill my vibe. Bitch, don't kill my vibe. Bitch, don't kill my vibe. <laughs> Can't believe you're cutting me off. Still uh, had a whole other section to go to. I had a great time. Thank <laughs> you guys for having me. Uh, Sticks and Kicks will be here next week. Everybody's entertainment. My and final thought after. is um, I would really like to see better coaching for the Cardinals for you guys. For my Eagles, I would really like to be better. And for everybody in Arizona, shit. Good night. Happy Final holidays. Thoughts. For me, uh, great choice on the location for the Phoenix Rising Stadium. Um, the Coyotes making some moves. Uh, I think we're going to start seeing some steady, uh, in, uh, some steady players coming in in the sense of uh, whoever's paying for all that stuff, the budgeting and stuff like that that we just got. Um, also, love, uh, love. The fact that the Cardinals have the weapons to perform. Don't love the way Kingsbury is play calling. I think that the play calling needs to change. I need. To, I think that that is going to be one of the big factors. Not the only factor, but one of the big factors in uh, the Cardinals winning that game uh, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow against the Giants. Uh, and could potentially get them moving to winning the last uh, few games. And the last thing with Carolina, um, Carolina right now, if we keep, you know, we're not starting uh, Christian McCaffrey, might as well sit him out the rest of the year. Don't want him to play him anyways. We're not making playoffs. We're sitting out uh, this year apparently. Um, we're playing against the fucking, some uh, the Broncos. Um, this should be another team, another chance where they should take out Teddy Bridgewater and put out P.J. Walker, see what he can do. He performed well, uh, but I have my doubts on that. They're going to put shit water out. So um, I think we're taking this L this today, so tomorrow. So they need to get better as well with the coaching as well because fucking something's going wrong back there. All right. So final thoughts for me, of course, is like finishing up. I like what Luis just said. Phoenix Rising location. I think it's great. Uh, things turn up for the Cardinals. I think they they still need to go ahead and let Kyle Murray loose. If the last four games, we need to win out. Like I said, we need to win out. We need to go four and zero the last four games. Complete both of my predictions, having a four and one end to the season while having a ten and sixteen record overall. I think it'd be enough to get into the playoffs. So let's go ahead and uh, root on that. And uh, as far as everything else that we talked about, I think that. We're pretty on the same page with everything else. I want to thank everybody here for tuning in to Sticks and Kicks. Uh, once again, if you like the show, make sure you go ahead and give it a like. Subscribe. Subscribe to Sticks and Kicks and share it with your friends. They can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, everywhere else where you get your podcast from. On your refrigerator. Don't on your forget. refrigerator, as we found out today. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. And we will see you next week on Sticks and Kicks. Oh, wait, you got music though, right? No, okay.